So, women. What's up with that? (laughs) Women. What is this, a Jerry Seinfeld fucking introduction? I don't know. Hey, women, what's up with that? Um... Well, uh, it's it's uh, Women's Month. Yay! Welcome. Good job, women. It, good job, women. It's our time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casey, yeah. how are we going to celebrate that? <laughs> uh, I heard there was a fucking sweet thing that happened mm-hmm. that involves mm-hmm. tasks and quests and puzzles and hilarious antics. <gasps> You wouldn't be talking about the Questmaster game, would you? That we played for Women's Day? You know, I think that's exactly what it's called. I want to learn more. (gasps) Oh my god, I'm so excited to tell you more. Ah. So, for International Women's Day, on the 8th of this month, March, the year 2022, we played a game of D&D that we lovingly called Questmaster with five of the most incredible women that we could find and uh and then also the uh amazing wonderful important ever knowledgeable extremely intelligent intimidating <laughs> insanely wonderful quest master jenna and we did it for charity like we did all sorts of good things fuck yeah what what charity what charity is it though Oh my god, the Trevor Project. Fuck yeah, love that charity. Helping LGBTQIA youths. That is correct. And guess what? Yeah, you what? can You can still donate. It's still open through this entire month. You could Holy. still help us. Holy shit. I know. It's Fuck. so good. That's amazing. So, so good. Fucking it be is. a cool kid and go do that, I would say. That's my recommendation. Go to give.thetrevorproject.org slash questmaster or tiny.cc slash badasswomenofdnd. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. <laughs> we blew our goal out of the water and you can help us crush even more. Because now that we've sensed the power that we have, we want more. <laughs> we must harness the power of the we moon must. or something. We must. Let's go high-five the moon and donate to this thing. Hell yeah. High-five all the moon. All of it. <laughs> all right. Shall, shall I tell you the women that we had, and then we can send people into this episode? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Please. Okay. Shit. You guys, check out this roster of people. We had Alex from Quid Pro Roll and Alpha Comics, who is mostly a DM, but we forced her to be a player this time, and she <laughs> didn't know what to do. <laughs> We have Kate, who's Katieosaurus everywhere, who you probably heard of. She's like one of the coolest people ever, like sex educator, uh, TikTok famous, just incredible all around. We had Chelsea Bites. What the fuck hasn't she? She's been on like fucking like real, real TV shit that you'd recognize if I said it out loud. So Chelsea Bites, Emily Swan, a swan named Emily, an incredible artist who does art streaming and D&D and all sorts of other amazing podcasting work. Steph Crignola from uh, Serious Biz Network at Kruggles and uh, Protest Too Much podcast. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And Jenna, who's one of the horse girls and also of the Botched podcast, who I do a podcast with. A different one that's not this one. 
but it is another one that I'm on. And you those were are, there. Those are them. And, and I was there. there. <laughs> I too. I was there too. Lil Alex. Lil Alex was there too. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty good, right? That's fucking amazing. That's a lot of radical power that I wish to harness with yeah. my ears and brain. Oh my god. Well, you can right now. Transition, en- transition. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> terrible time to have that one song with the (laughs) like that this is a bad time to have that stuck in my head or or is it perfect or is it the best time (laughs) all right all right master indeed hello hello everyone how's everybody doing I'm good. Hooray. Now. <laughs> now I'm just like All super right. jazzed. Good. Well, hello. I am Jenna. And this, this is Questmaster. Uh, we've gathered several accomplished women to come and play a rousing game of Dungeons and Dragons with us. Why? Because it's Women's Day. I guess. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> also to raise money for the Trevor Project, um, which you can support over at give.thetrevorproject.org slash questmaster or tiny.cc slash badass women of D&D. Whichever one you feel like, I guess. But, you know, which one is better? After that, we'll see All what right. happens. <laughs> yeah, we will. And let's meet our contestants here today. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead I'm going to go in order and ask each one of you to give me your preferred name, why you're here tonight, and then what exactly is your character doing at this specific moment? So, alphabetical order, Alex, you're up first. No, I have to be the first person. You do. (laughs) My name is Alex. Uh, Alex was she, her. I am the DM of the Quid Pro Roll podcast. I also own a comic and gaming store in Richmond, Virginia called Alpha Comics and Games. Um, And... After hearing everyone's character concepts, I'm a little afraid. Um, I am playing Ainine Clariette. She is an ASMR paladin. She is a knight of the kingdom of Alaria. Uh, she's big, hard ass. And honestly, at the moment, I'm imagining she's nursing a migraine based off of the descriptions that have been so far given. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Excellent. Um, well, one thing to, to add to that, what is your character doing right now at this exact moment? If you want to describe anything else other than nursing a hangover. It would be a migraine. Migraine. Mm. Fun, fun does not exist for Aini. (laughs) Okay. She does not not have fun. fun. Never, ever fun. Um, honestly at the moment without, do, do I get any contextual information on like where I am or. Oh, it's all up to you at this point. Oh. I mean, at the at the moment, honestly, probably running through training drills, if I'm going to be very honest, because fun does not exist for Ainine. Only work, only doing things that have purpose. Excellent. Okay, well, mid-drill, you do stumble across an immaculate white envelope with a red wax seal and stamped on that are the letters QM. Do you open it? 
I'm going to pick it up and look and see if anybody around is there. Nope. Um, yeah, I'm going to open it. I'm nosy. Okay, excellent. So, Kate, would you like to answer all of those questions about your name and why you're here tonight and then what your character's doing? Nah. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm sorry, it's right there. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Kate. Uh, I go by Katiosaurus on all the social medias. Um, I talk about ADHD and mental health, and I also play D&D. Um, I'm the co-host of the Infinite Quest podcast with me and my cool friend, Eric, where we also talk about ADHD and depression, and we also uh, play D&D. It's, there's a lot of D&D going on. Uh, I am playing uh, a, a fan. <laughs> it sounds jerky to say fan favorite, but I'm bringing back an old character uh proxima sans uh and i'm here because uh i think all of the people here are super cool and interesting and i i i'm awkward and i'm i'm bad at having friends and so i thought it was really cool that i got invited at all and also i'm a big supporter of the trevor project um and so i'm just really happy to be here uh and uh right now proxima is uh she's got a like a really big like rucksack you know camping roll there's like a rope hanging off of it um and proxima has these big sort of like knee-high combat boots uh, and she's tucked up her skirts and she's got them you know hoisted into her belt and she's and she's walking down like just this really unfortunately you know muddy road um and it's probably for her where she is pretty early in the morning um she's just gotten back from her work as a sort of um battlefield medic uh and she is headed back to her tent uh where she is going to hopefully get a few minutes rest uh before jumping back into action fantastic so as you approach your tent as you're coming back you see on the flap of it is an immaculate white envelope with a wet red wax seal stamped with the letters QM. Do you open it? Uh, I think Proxima will look around, see if she notices anybody. Uh, and then she's, she'll take the envelope, she'll duck inside the tent and she will open it there. Excellent. So Chelsea Bites, same questions. Wonderful because I love questions, because I never have answers. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea, aka Chelsea Bites. I am a tech content creator slash streamer who <laughs> doesn't stream on their own channel. It's, don't, don't question it. it, just that's just how it crumbles down. But uh, when I'm not streaming on my own channel, I am a host for Amazon AMC and a whole bunch of other things. And it, it all just blends together, honestly. You might just want to Google me at this point and, and you'll learn more than I'll ever be able to tell you. <laughs> so please do. But I will be playing Za, an elf druid who has like totally an attitude. And right now I'm just in this mood to commune with the spirits. So I've made my meditation circle out of like these nice, the smoothest petal, pebbles I could find in the area. And I've had all the spirits chill out. We're, we're doing our yoga meditation circle. We're just having a good time. Breathe in, breathe out. Excellent. Well, you are distracted for just a moment. As you notice, one of those petals isn't quite a petal. It is an immaculate white envelope that has a red wax seal on it stamped with the letters QM. Do you open it? QM. I pick it up and I like totally rip it open. Fantastic. All right, M Swan, what's up? Hello, 
I am Emily Swan, also known as Swan, also known as a Swan named Emily across the internet. I am an artist. I stream art on my channel. I lead and help collect all of the amazing members of the Doodle Crew, which is a live art stream that we also do throughout the month where we pick different prompts and then we stream all of our art. And I'm also on an amazing chat show with Kruggles, who is also here. Yeah, and I am playing Arbry. She is also a wood elf druid. Uh, yeah, and I am just super excited to be invited because I don't get to play D&D that much, so I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm super excited. Um, but yes, Arbury, Arbury is a intensely looking at all of the berries on the ground, and she's collecting them exactly to figure out which one she needs that she can put into her components, but not take too many because the berries are really important, but she's also going through the grass and making sure that she has everything that she needs and talking to the trees because they're very worried about the upcoming fall, but it shouldn't be too rough because she's looked at the weather and she thinks it's going to be fine. And she's just very worried about making sure that all of her components are in her bag. Excellent. So as That's you're hard. looking at these berries on the ground very closely, you kind of look up a little bit and you see right in front of you inside one of the bushes that you're kind of looking through is an immaculate white letter that's stamped with a red wax seal. There's the letters Q and M on it. Do you open it? Mm. I very carefully pull it out of the brush. Uh, I'm going to smell it all over. I'm going to lick the wax seal just a little bit. And then I'm going to very carefully open it. Wonderful. And Steph. Hello, I'm Steph Graniola. I play on Adventure Incorporated podcast, which is a D&D 5e actual play. And I am tonight playing Ellery Realtonum, who is a half vampire elf bard. And uh, that is my character on season two of Adventure Inc. I also do a Shakespeare podcast called Protest Too Much, uh, where we also have talked about D&D &D at length. So really, like, what is any topic if not D&D &D persevering? Um, so Ellery right now is hanging out with uh, Tessa, the other members of Tessa, and she's learning a new instrument slash weapon. She's made a recorder dart gun. And so she's kind of like, <laughs> and kind of target practicing as she goes. Fantastic. So as you're target practicing, you do kind of get drawn away just to go get one of the darts that you shot in the tree. And you notice that pinned underneath it is this immaculate white envelope. Well, there is one hole in it now from the dart, but otherwise immaculate. <laughs> and it has a red wax seal on it stamped with the letters Q and M. Do you open it? Uh, this doesn't belong to anyone, does it? She's gonna kind of like rifle through the names. Like nobody starts with a Q, nobody starts with an M. So she's just gonna open it. Fantastic. So as all of you guys open your envelopes, either enthusiastically, carefully, you know, moderately, however you wanna do it, you hear this pop. And suddenly you are being transported. You're zooming down this densely packed stand of trees. If you were to look to your left and your right, you would see four other beams racing through time and space, leaving a trail behind them like a sparkler being waved through the air. Suddenly you stop. It's so thick you can't even see the forest through the trees. It's dark outside, like raining cats and dogs, but every cloud has a silver lining. To your right, you see a rocky outcropping that you can step into. Your party ducks in, in a row, under the outcropping and you realize that there's an entryway here. You aren't sure you should mess, mess with it, but fortune favors the bold. Suddenly you realize that you're actually in a cavernous room and the doors slam behind you. 
Uh, you are trapped. You take a moment to observe this room. You can see that there's a large sheet of ice covering one side of the room. And as you look closer, you can see two figures backlit behind it. And then you notice a white envelope stuck to it with a wax seal like the one you just received. Would somebody like to open it? Oh my God, like, where are we? Is this like creepy to you guys? Anybody's hand is immediately going to like her sword held. Like, does anyone know what just happened? I don't even know who you guys are like are. My name's Ellery Realtonum. Uh, I'm super happy to meet you. You know, my grandma always says that magical envelope portals are really just the universe's way of bringing you new friends. Oh, like my grandma never said anything like that, but I'm like willing to accept a new form of, I guess, saying that's, that's cool. Ellery, as you say that, a large shed, just huge crack starts forming down from the top of the ice. Oh. Oh. Are they requiring we break the ice? Is that a thing that we're having to do right now? You know, like I actually have heard of something like that and I'm really notoriously good for those things. So hi, I'm Za, and I'm really, you know, attuned with the spirits. I, I, I'm like a druid, but I like to think that I'm just like really cool with, you know, the spirit realm. That sounds really exciting. Another huge crack comes down. Who are you? You know, you're scaring me with your weapon. You've got your hand around it, like really tight. She's going to like, let go of her rapier and kind of like hold up her hands, like fair, (laughs) not stabbing. My name is Ainine Clariette. I am Knight Commander of the Ilarian Knights, and I am very pleased to meet you. Oh my gosh, like likewise. I, I go to like shake their hands if they're willing. She's gonna go right ahead and go with you on it. As you two shake no, hands, another suspicious. huge, huge crack comes down. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, interrupt uh, whatever super happy front friendship time we're all having. But should we do something about this? Uh, and then, and then Proxima kind of awkwardly stands for a second. She goes. Oh, and my name is Proxima. Hello, it's nice to be here. Thank you very, very much. A very hesitant crack comes down, but it does crack. So all the while I've moved towards the edge and I'm just searching around trying to figure out if I can see anything or feel anything. I said, I can't hear the trees. I'm not sure what the trees are saying right now. I'm not sure, but there's all these new people. So maybe, maybe these people are talking for the trees right now. So I say, hi, I'm Arbery. I can't hear anything, but I can hear all of you. Oh, um... Well, Arbery, maybe if you're looking for trees, this will help. Uh, and Ellery's going to pull like a twig. She's covered in twigs uh, out of her hair or somewhere uh, and hand it to Arbery. It's not very big, but it might whisper to you. This is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, it's like so sweet. You guys are so nice. I really want to be nice like you guys. Wow. And I'll, I'll like just mentally note this and 
I would have noticed the letter. I would have noticed the letter, right? Yep. I'm like, guys, y'all see that letter on the wall, right? And I'll go and walk over and try to peel it off the wall as a give. It comes off easily in your hand. It's just a letter. Did you guys like get a letter like this? I did, yes. That's how I got here. Huh. It had like a QM on it. Like, what's their name? Like quartermaster? (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) And I'll pull it open. And on it, it just simply says, break the ice. Oh. I'll look up at the ice. Like, it's pretty broken. Did you guys see? It says, break the ice. And how does the ice look right now? The ice is almost ready to give. You guys have shattered it with your introductions and your descriptions, and it's almost ready to go. I'm going to take my staff and kind of like knock it like the weakest point I can see. Cause that does nothing. I follow instructions. Uh-huh. <laughs> Proxima sort of like takes note of this uh, and, and she looks down, she sighs deeply and she says i am very afraid of spiders one time uh when i was very young i peed my pants at the sleeping uh party and uh, i blamed it on a glass of water and also uh i uh, really like uh you know like lutes not a big fan of like hard heavy you know bard music but i but i like lutes and then she looks expectantly at the ice and it <laughs> cracks and groans it starts coming <laughs> apart and shatters and you see the shards of ice tinkling past you guys it sounds like glass skittering over a floor and in front of you are the two figures that you saw initially backlit and one of them is the most incredible being you've ever seen in your life. It's just, they're astounding and astonishing, blindsiding, dumbfounding, eye-opening, flabbergasting, jarring, the most incredible person that you ever could have possibly witnessed in your life. Just jaw-dropping, they're jolting, they're amazing, unimaginable, extraordinary, phenomenal, rare, sensational, (laughs) spectacular, wonderful, sublime, Please, please, you compliment me too much. (laughs) And next to that person is... The most adorable little pudding, little Alex. <laughs> That's me. So, welcome. We have the quest master here, and I am the assistant. Uh, what have you guys brought for the quest master? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, it seems though as though the quest master maybe brought us rather than us bringing ourselves yeah you're welcome you're you're coming to play in our quest master game so what have you brought as tribute i wasn't aware this was a potluck no well it doesn't have to be food i didn't i don't think you like heard us as like a group together so like we got this invitation that honestly i think just had like the wrong address It, it just showed up in my meditation circle And we were very rudely and briskly taken away from our corresponding areas, I presume. And what we're trying to communicate is that we didn't like that. And we have like no idea what we're doing here. So when you talk about gifts or 
I guess things to offer up. It, it just, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, this is the quest master and- for you. No, no, I'm perfectly fine with this. We do this all the time. Our producers love it. So this is the quest master right next to me. And uh, you're here to play our quest game. Yeah. Producer? Uh, I look back at the group like, what are they like talking? A producer? I, uh, sorry, Proxima looks kind of at the group and she looks at the quest master and she says, okay, when you say game, when you when you personally when you say game when i think game i think haha fun happy time uh you know play games there's puzzles there's balls there's sticks happy dancing children uh when you say game uh, broad estimate how much uh potential for death and or grievous bodily harm uh is there within this game because i'm just going to say this i don't speak for the group i just speak for me uh but this is sus as hell so uh i just want to know what's going on i'm not here to die i'm not trying to die today uh that's where not thank you also can we all agree maybe we don't talk about the p pens thing okay i offered that to the group that was a circle of trust okay thank you you know yeah this is valid yeah mm-hmm it depends on our ratings, but generally, no, Alex, it's sure, great. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. I see you for a second? Uh, yeah, of course. I, I did ask you this time to be polite and ask them to come. Oh, I sent a letter that hold on. Hold on. Was it one of your instant portal letter? Yeah. When, yeah. As soon as That's you open it, it transport. Right. That's not asking. Oh, hmm. well, it seemed polite when I sent it. Well, if they're here now, they have to play. Yeah, they have to. You're here. Why not? I'm going to check if I still have the letter I got. I am going to check it to see if there is anything written on it at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. Or if it I just says like... the word yeet and it just, that's it. That's all it is. Just, just blank. Like avid reader. I would know if my name is on it. I've written it like so many times. Oh, no, I didn't write your name on it. I just sent it to you. That was the polite part. Questmaster. Yes. That's the Q and the M. Yeah. You, oh. mm, yes. So That's you put like the from, but like not the two on. It worked, <laughs> wow. didn't it? I like guess. Okay. What, what is oh, this so- game that we have to like play? I'm oh, kind tribute, of tribute for the quest master. What tribute have you brought for the quest master? That uh, is our first constitutes game. tribute. You know, like any kind of item that you would not mind losing, but that might be worth something. Um. Oh yeah. Is- Hold on. I know what mine is. I definitely uh, have it here in my backpack, and I de- have to look up a thing. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going into my inventory. What are you doing? Like, Hold about? on. Hold on. I've got this uh, recorder slash dart gun. Do you want that? I wasn't very good at it. I could only play hot cross buns. Hmm. What? It, uh, all right. Hot cross buns is pretty great. Is there any, you know, significance with this recorder slash dart gun? I mean, that's pretty cool in and of itself. Except you have to cover all the holes at once to blow the dart. That may have been where I was on the wrong track. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, it's important because I, I uh, if I say my grandma made it, Will that make it acceptable? Oh, completely acceptable. Love grandma toys. Well, my grandma made it. 
Nice. Your grandmother well, made you a dark gun? Mm. Yeah. Slash for Carter. That's a good grandma right there. It's <laughs> the actually very practical, grandma. yes. Well, like, I have, like, this sling that's made of, like, you know, gold leaf and lace. And it's just, like, very pretty, but it's also, like, very accurate. And I don't even want to, like, use it because it's so, so gorgeous. And I'll hand it over. It's, like, this very nice, like, green and gold inlaid uh, sling with, like, little white uh, poppy flowers kind of coming off the sides. I'm not going to lie. This aesthetic is killing me. I love it. (laughs) Does this hold any special value for you? Aside from being incredibly pretty. Um, my, my grandma made it. No, are there two grandma <laughs> gifts here? Honest. Uh, yeah. I'm grandma allowed. Questmaster, Questmaster. I've studied a lot and I do believe there are multiple grandmas in the world. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, this is news, actually. I'll accept it. Yeah. Thank you. I guess. Yeah. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. That's all. Thank you. So Proxima runs into her backpack and she pulls out like this kind of like metal cylinder. It's about like yay tall. Uh, and she like takes the one and she's and she like she's hot. Uh, and she pulls it open and she pulls out this like candle and the candle is lit. And she goes, I have a candle that does not go out, which you think you think when you get it, you're like, that's very useful, but that shit is hot all the time. It's really like, it's not that practical of a gift. I'm just saying nobody ever talks about that part of magic candles. It's very inconvenient. Anyway, will this serve as tribute? What's the significance here? Do you have a story with it? Yes, my grandma made it for me. No, okay, listen, I'm willing to take two grandmas. Wait, we have to give our grandmothers this tribute? <laughs> oh, no. No, that would have been a gift. I don't that, have a grandma, so that would have been huh. incredible. No, okay, I'm sorry. That was Proxima. I was having a little fun. No, that was actually, it was a gift from my father uh, on my 12th birthday. He said uh, that, you know, the light of the candle represents the light inside of me and I would, you know, shine into the world. Then he sent me off the war. It got very dark very quickly, uh, you know, but I had this candle. So that was, that was a handy thing, right? Your dad sent you off to war at 12 with a candle you know yeah, what and okay. a stick he there was a stick i had a <laughs> stick. stick so a stick you know it's fine constant it's fire fine. there you go constant if you Are put you the stick right? into the candle then you have a flame stick uh which is which is use is lots of uses but you can also sort of burn your enemy like very small parts uh one at a time but you can do that too uh, if you put it in the water, it does not go out, which is also kind of neat. It freaks people out sometimes. So, you know, it's not, again, it's not the very practical gift, but like sim- symbolism-wise, it it was nice, I guess, you know? Entertaining. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> so Arbery like has- uh... actually make it? Okay. <laughs> uh, she goes, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all, rest, all of that was made up. Don't tell the quest master. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so Arbery's very panicked about all of this and uh, has been, like, fiddling and holding on to her staff. And so she very 
like quickly hustles up and hands over her staff to you and says, this is a staff from the forest for you. Are most wooden staffs from the forest? Yes, but this one is special. Okay, okay. Special how? It came from a very special willow tree that was a mother multiple times removed. So one (laughs) might say it came from a grandmother willow. Yes. Is that it? Yes. I see. I see. All right. You know, hold on. Yes. No. Yes. Hold on. Yes. I'll take this grandmother willow staff. I Nina seeing everybody doing their thing. Uh, rummages in her bag, pulls out a small ceramic jar and puts it in front of the quest master. What's this? It's my grandmother. Oh, oh, you did just say you wanted a grandmother. So listen, I know I did say that, that I did say, I did say that. (laughs) Yep. Um, gonna feel really bad about this one, but I'll take your grandmother. (laughs) I was waiting, waiting. So I was like, Emily, I need this to be last. It will not be as resonant otherwise. I got you. <laughs> Her name oh. was Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. thank you, contestants. Uh, Questmaster, uh, what are how are we going to rank these gifts that they gave you? Uh, oh my gosh, they are all so so good, and I do enjoy. That most of them are from grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are grandma, in fact. <laughs> yep. Two, I would say. So the two that are grandma are gonna get two points. Fantastic. And the rest get one. Fantastic. Do All right. I only get one point since I gave you a physical grandmother? Oh, you're getting that. That is grandma. She's getting two points. That's getting two points. Wonderful. Yep. You and Arbery have two points. Everybody else, one point. So we have some early leads. That's exciting. Well, I'd say this has been a rousing success. Should we send them on to the next task? Absolutely. Fantastic. So in front of you, the quest master and little Alex step aside and let you guys continue on down the way. You approach a seemingly dilapidated entryway to a dungeon. And as you look around, you see a door that stands about 10 feet tall and seems to be made of some sort of thick wood, but you get the impression that it might be a little bit more than it seems. On the side of each door, there are pillars that stand five feet tall and perched on top of either one is a crow, a live crow, staring at you, hanging out. And there's a stone arch that makes up Uh, a whole entry above the door, but it's fractured and crumbled and around you laying all across the floor are stones of varying sizes. What do you do? I like lean over to the group and I'm like, okay, so are we just like officially subscribing to this? Like, I didn't see like a waiver or anything. And we could just turn around, right? Like, could we just like leave? The door closed behind us. I imagine we're sealed in. Also, uh, there are points 
uh, I did not know that there were going to be points. Uh, but now that I know that there's going to be points, uh, I need everyone to know that I will die trying to get the most points. So sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> they never really answered your question, though, about the dying part. Yeah, I did. Not, I did notice yeah. that as well. Uh, like that's but- like really important. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, maybe like we should just try to be like cautious and then safe, but you know, see what happens. Like, my first instinct is to, you know, just whip a rock at one of those crows, but that <gasps> seems like maybe something that gets us in trouble. So, does anybody else have any good ideas? Crows are very intelligent. I imagine that she looks over at the druids. Either of you could do something about this situation. Fine. I will speak with these crows and I'll cast speak with animals and we can have a lengthy discussion. I ask about their glossy feathers, where they get their claws done and what their diet's like. The crow on the left turns to you and is like, ah, there's an entire spa in here. It is so good. They do our nails. They give us oil treatments it's fantastic, really. Honestly, I would have signed up for this. And I'm just like, caw, 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 caw. that's all they hear. But I'm like, oh, wow, that is amazing. I wonder what it would do for like my hair and like my staff. And we just kind of go off for at least five minutes on beauty tips if the crow is willing to have this conversation with me. Absolutely. This crow is enthralled Wonderful. and loves beauty. Oh, uh, excellent. I'm like complimenting it on its beady eyes and its sharp, sharp beak and how attentively it's standing. And yeah. And then I turn back and I'm like, it's rude to listen in guys. Like, what are y'all doing? I'm looking back at the group. Did did you ask maybe uh, the crows what we are supposed to be doing? Like maybe and it's been like a full five minutes. If you guys let it go for more than like a minute, it'll be like a full five minutes of me just going and we're we're getting heated. And then we get like really like I don't hearing. I don't speak crow. I assume that you're getting information for us. I have no context otherwise. After all that, I'm like, okay, so there's like the spa and it is so wonderful for your skin. And it really gets into like the really scratchy cracks of your like toes. If you know, you have like that problem with like athlete's foot or something, but yeah, it's like that way. If you guys want to like go. Ainine is going to lean over to Ellery and be like, what do you think they're talking about? I mean, it sounds like they're talking about our feet. I have several questions and at least three concerns. Yeah, like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna assume that their name is Birdie, and that's what I'm gonna call them. So like Birdie is really cool. Uh, I'm turning to the group. I'm like, okay, so this is like Birdie, and they have so many tips, especially for you, Ari, since you hang out with so many like trees, and they hang out with like so many trees, and you know sometimes you just really have to get that like wood sap smell out of. Oh, I think they have like a scrub for all of you if you're really. Guys, we're gonna be so beautiful together. And then I turn back to Birdie. I'm like, claw, 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 claw. and 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 then I look back and I'm just smiling, very proud of myself to the group. 
were you able I, to figure out what we're supposed to do? Oh, right. I like totally forgot. And I'll turn back to Birdie and I'll be like, Birdie, what are these like doors and where do they like go? Oh, oh, this door. Yeah, you go through it to get to the next place. Is there like something at like the next place or is the same like this place? Well, I don't know because I've never left this place. That's that's kind of weird, right? I'd like say so. Like I remember being outside. Oh, 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 you should go outside. It's good for for you. You need more vitamins. Yeah, you should do that. Weirdly, I'm sustained here. Oh, I'm very like intrigued by that. Are you like in tune with the spirits too? No. Oh, interesting. I have a lot to like learn or whatever. And I'll turn back to the group and I'll say, well, that door goes to the next place if you go through it. That's what Birdie says anyway. Uh, very quickly. Could you maybe clarify with your new friend? Uh, is there like, if we step on the wrong rock, are we going to explode? Is like traps? Is there like a landmine situation? Yeah. Like like, just a little, Mm -hmm. you know, insider, you know, crow flyover info. Wonderful. Well, they said they've never like been over there before, so they don't know, but I could ask if there are like traps that they might have heard, like screaming or someone dying horribly wrong. That's a that's a fair question. And I'll turn back to Birdie and be like, so Birdie, you may not have been on like the other side, but like, have you seen any traps or many adventurers like died a horrible death here? Oh, so, so many. So many have died here. Yeah. All the time, actually. All the time. Like when they walk through that door? No, no, not normally. No. No. Okay. Like just right here? Does it just happen? Just like right here? Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Like what happens? Have you seen it happen? I have seen many. Yeah. Yeah. How? mm, so there, mm, do an insight check. That's what I like thought. Got it. All right. Be nice to me. Oh my God. A nat 20. Hey. What? <laughs> a nat That's 20. What? Dang. All right. With a nat I, 20, you I can tell. History. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. You can tell that, that there is something that this bird is like trying to say to you, but for some reason just can't get the right words out. Would I like know that like this is some sort of like arcana or like like it's been like curse or something? Yeah, this whole place is teeming with teeming magic. With, like magic. Right, right. So I turn like back and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> great news and bad news. Um Let's start with the great news. Um, you guys look wonderful. You look great. And our bad news is Birdie has seen a lot of people die like right here. Not in like the next room, but especially like in this room. So maybe we should be looking for like traps, but I think they're having trouble like telling me what's 
what it is, what the problem is. And if I, since it's teaming with magic, am I able, would it be hard for me to like discern what Birdie's deal is with Arcana or is there something else? Uh, it, it would be incredibly difficult to figure out exactly what is going on here. I would like to use my druid craft to uh, create a bloom uh, that's a very sparkly, very pretty uh, leaf bud bloom uh, for the bird who uh, Zah has been talking to because I appreciate the information that they have given us and I want something nice for them because death is a part of life. Birdie calls at you very appreciatively and absolutely loves it. So like back to like the death and murder part, like what are we going to like do? Is anybody good that... for like looking at traps? Yeah, I don't do... know that it is a murder. There are only so many crows. <laughs> I'm like, ha ha, very funny, but you'll join them in the murder if, if we don't figure like this out. Uh, could we maybe ask them to be like, friendly bird guides and like fly in like this safe not dying way of getting uh through this room like if they cannot talk maybe they could show with their flippy flap wings i could like ask they said they've never left and i figured it was like a reason but and i'll turn to birdie and i'll be like hey birdie could you like guide us safely to the next space Birdie seems to be choking on her words as as she tries to answer you. And she says, you know what? I think I can do this. And she sort of swoops down and lands next to the pile of rocks and then flies back up. Can I like mark where Birdie landed? And let me see if I have something that I can like put on the ground. I have a mess kit. I'm going to put like some spoons where Birdie landed. Okay. Okay. So Birdie like flew there and said they can do this. They couldn't do anything like else. So I'm just assuming like, Whatever that is, is like dangerous. Or it's like a key to the door. Birdie, is this like a key to the door? Just shake your head. You don't have to like speak. Don't choke yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. I Yes. It's like a key. Oh. Okay, well, you might be like on to something. Birdie says it's like a key. Y'all want to poke it with like a stick or something? Oh, uh, I do have I do have something for this. Uh, and she's going to put her hands out. Send my mage hand out in front. So keep the other ones that's safe on my arms. And she uh, sends a mage hand out to touch the rocks. I like backup. Do you do you do anything with the rocks? Uh, no. She's just gonna like like pet them. Okay. Like to like to see if there's like a like a trigger response to them. Uh, the, the rocks bang against each other, but otherwise nothing happens. Pick one up, bring it closer to her. 
You have a rock. It looks like a rock. Is there like, is there something under the rocks? Maybe like, can I roll an investigation check? Sure, absolutely. All right, here I go. I'm gonna crush this, I'm sure. That is a 17. The 17, you notice that some of the rocks um, have a little bit of red spots, maybe a little dried, crusty bits on them and a couple of feathers. Others. What color are the crusty bits? Oh, they're they're sort of a, a ruddy brownish red. Yeah. That's what um, I thought they'd be. I'm like a little bit uncomfortable all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't like do very well with like blood. <laughs> oh. What happens if we just go like open the door like maybe we are overcomplicating. maybe this is more of like a you know like psychological like they are trying to mess with us to like scare us how many birds are there there are two birds oh i know i what swear it is. to god <laughs> i know okay all right i think i know but i don't like it so uh my grandmother often, uh, she, there was a saying where uh, sometimes to get what, you know, to do the thing you were trying to do, sometimes you had to, what was it? Uh, crush two birds with one big rock. Is that maybe what we're, I don't want to do oh. bird murder. I'm not oh, okay. My, my grandma always said you got to feed two birds with one scone. Yeah, so there wasn't any. There wasn't any. You know, I do uh, have a scone. So animal cruelty. That's, that we could do that. We could also, also, you know, like a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Also that. So maybe we could trap two birds, which is equivalent to four birds. Then we would have six birds. That's enough for everyone. Everybody is a bird. I don't what? know. What if we had one of the birds that we weren't fond of in the hand and then killed that one with a rock because then it would be two birds because a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So mathematically, if we had one in our hand and killed it with a rock, that would be two birds with one stone. That is, all of this math seems 100% correct. Uh, I have nothing else to say. I don't like follow or whatever, but me and Birdie are like really cool. And yeah, like, I feel like now there is emotional connection to the bird. I do not want to murder the bird. You did not it's speak like really to the hard. other bird, correct? No, I really only like talk to Birdie. Well, maybe the other nice. bird is a dick. Like, could we talk to the <laughs> other bird? Maybe that bird sucks. Maybe that bird is rude <laughs> or something. I don't know. Birdie, like, do you know the other like bird's name? Who, Frank? Oh, Frank, Frank, right. Is Frank like cool or whatever? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Frank, you know what? I'll be happy when his time is up. Can I snag, <laughs> can I need a snag Frank in one hand? Like, do I have to roll like a sleight of hand or something for that? Absolutely you do. Okay, I have to roll. No, no, this is not one of, oh, well, okay. It's okay, it's not. <laughs> um. I get any advantage or anything for my quick maths. Um, nine. <laughs> With a nine, you go up to try and snatch Frank off of his perch, but he sees you coming and he's like, ah. 
and jumps out of the way and flits around the room and comes all the way back to his perch. Uh, I look over at the group. Who can snatch this bird? Ellery's going to send her mage hand up and around like behind Frank and like grab him, but like gently, like firmly, but kindly. Firmly, but kindly. Okay. What do you need? Uh, uh, give me, give me a dex. Okay. Because you're using something that's not you. 19. 19. You do. You have, you have Frank. I've got the bird. (sighs) Do you want me to be the one to do this? I would love that. I'm not super into killing birds. Anita is going to take the bird, take the rock, have a moment of, I'm terribly sorry, and ah! I hate that I am the one doing this, for the record. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to make you roll like a strength or anything. It's a bird. You smash the bird. The bird with is With the rock. With the one rock. One bird with in the, the hand. In your hand, <laughs> in fact. And that is worth two in a bush. So we're going to let that math stand. Um, the door pops open. Does She's going to kind of like dust her gloves off and just be like, Zod, would you like to take your new friend with us? You know, like, it must be like really stressful to travel with like bird murderers. So I'm just going to like let them hang out. It seemed like really satisfied here. They have like a spa set up and they get to talk to a little bit of interesting people all the time. So please I'm just gonna say bye. Please tell your bird friend that I apologize. Okay. As you guys are having that conversation behind you on the pillar, you hear a and Frank pops back up with a rustle of feathers and settles back onto his perch. Oh, thank God. But the door oh, stays open. That's okay. Oh. I am not uh, going to lie. That does make me feel significantly better. I, I was going to burn a whole spell slot to, burn, to bring the bird back to life. And now I don't have to. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> this is great. We didn't even like, we didn't even like Frank. Frank was oh, a jerk, even, apparently. Even it's, it's, I'm also it's, happy he's not a dead jerk. <laughs> All right, Bertie. I'll uh, check you later, I guess. And I'm so happy we didn't have to smash you in the face with a rock. Bye. <laughs> Bertie turns around. Yeah, girl, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. And I'll be like, I guess we got to go through the door. As you travel through this now open door, you enter a hallway. And before you, a door grows up out of the ground and springs open. This door, you see it just before it opens, has a carving of magnificent cock on it. And as the door swings open, you enter a room that is almost barren, except for five baskets laid out in front of you. And at the far end of the room, there's what appears to be a huge pile of hay. And as you look a little closer at it, you see that there's something in it and they just appear to be entirely normal chicken's eggs. What do you do? Uh, okay, okay. okay. Here's what I think we need to do. Uh, every uh, circle up. Okay. We need to make a list of all of the weird shit our grandma said, right? Right, because oh. we had an icebreaker and then we had birds in the hand and bushes and also killing birds with rocks, right? So like, what are other things 
that you like your grandma said about like maybe eggs or baskets or or you know like like that sort of thing i'm very concerned about how many of the things our grandmother said involved chickens um so i'm not gonna lie uh my grandma said a lot of things um you know sometimes she said things like uh um, if you're looking for something special, then you're going to miss all the special things that are already around you. But also she said things like, you know, ghosts are great because they were once people. <laughs> also, she said life. birds aren't real. So that one I'm not sure how to take with, you know, the last room that we were in. Yeah, that's where it like, it's kind of weird. Mm. Okay, so we, okay, okay. So but what, right now we have hay, we have a basket, and we have you said a bunch of eggs okay so sometimes when i'm collecting in the forest the trees will tell me which eggs are good and which eggs are bad and i will put them all into the sack that i'm carrying around so that i have only the good eggs but that's what the trees say okay are there any trees around here that could be giving you assistance right about now i whisper and i'm like trees are so good for that <laughs> like oh my gosh are, are there any trees in the room we're currently in <laughs> or things that I, can I do a perception check? You can. All right. Uh, 17. Um, you, you sort of get the sense that maybe deep down beneath the floor, the root systems are running, intertwining, tangling, but in this very room, no, no trees. Okay. I'm going to drop to the floor immediately and put my ear to it and make real intense eye contact with the dirt. And say I can't hear them. <laughs> okay, I have an idea. Maybe, maybe. I'm, uh, but okay. So my gram, my grandma, my grandma. She's not very good grandma. I just want everybody to know this going in. Very bad at her job. Uh, mm. but she used to say, uh, that in a scenario in which you have many options, you don't want to like bank on just like the one thing putting all of your eggs in one basket maybe we should put the different eggs in different baskets and then this is very important uh you have to do a dance around the basket but it has to be a cool dance or the spirit will be angry uh and your egg will turn rotten that was very much part of it uh, definitely growing up don't ask any questions about it i mean honestly that's pretty close my grandma always used to say if you want to fall in love you got to make a disco that's that is exactly what I'm saying. Yes, I think our grandmas, maybe if you say you had a bad grandma and I had a good one, maybe they were like, like opposite twins. It's entirely possible. We look exactly alike. You could very tell similar my blue hair. <laughs> well, like uh, my grandma, like. Well, she wasn't like she was really my spiritual grandma, but like she would always say just respect all circular things and treat them with like care. So you tiptoe around them. So like, I guess you guys I like are this. like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, very what? concerned about the amount of very specific information and advice all of your grandmothers gave you. It, my, Did my your grandma, grandma not she... like do that? Mm-hmm. She's the wise woman, my grandma. But I mean, should we do it? We could tiptoe up to the eggs, very sneaky. Uh, then we could put them into the baskets. Uh, and then I don't know, see what happens from there. 
Do a tiptoe disco dance. Yeah, tiptoe disco dance. Uh, like I'm like off. totally in. Let's yeah, go. let's tiptoe disco. <laughs> tiptoe disco. <laughs> yeah, Ellery's gonna start uh, picking up. She's gonna be going one with a mage hand, one with each real hand, popping eggs in baskets. Zod does it like really dramatic, like trying to move like a tree and like the wind at the same time, spinning around, tiptoeing. Right. Who's who's that. grabbing an egg? I am. I will grab an egg. Make me a perception check. Uh, oh, 23. Oh, that's a 13 from me. 11. All right. Before we resolve that, who all is disco dancing around these eggs? Make a deck save. <laughs> uh, eight. Okay. That's a dirty 20. All right. 21. All right. So you guys, you guys are grooving. You guys are getting it pretty good. Cutting a proverbial rug, as they say. Uh, but unfortunately, Ellery hits sort of an uneven spot on the floor and trips a little. And as she does so, she drops one of the eggs oh, and no. splatters all over the floor. Oh no, my egg. How Ellery. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh um <laughs> Ellery's gonna uh cradle the egg and sing. Fights aren't easy, wounds can kill, but if I can help it, none of them will. And she's gonna cast cure wounds on this egg. Uh, unfortunately, complete and utter annihilation is not a wound. <laughs> <laughs> However, as Ellery is singing to this egg, she, she, she can feel that this isn't working, but suddenly the egg pops out of existence and back into the pile. Oh. Oh. That makes me feel better. All right. Now, everybody who made a perception check, um, Za and Proxima can see. Um, there, there seems to be something on these eggshells. If you looked a little closer, you could tell. Ellery, you can see that some of them have names on them. Oh, this egg is called Shenanigan. Let me be clear. They have all of your names on them. Oh, this oh. one's... It's a family name. <laughs> Sorry, I, I misread. Uh, it says Arbory. Am so I, I, like, holding the Zaeg if I look closer? You are holding a Zaeg, yes. Oh, my gosh. No wonder it's so, like, glamorous. It has my name on it over here. <laughs> Uh, so after hearing Arbery, my name, I, I think this I'm is gonna, for you. Yeah, I'm going to come running over to get the egg after being on the ground listening to the dirt. Okay, you do. Going to have a very, very small moment with the egg and just stare at it. All right. There are quite a lot of eggs here. So what are you guys? Yeah, I guess Ellery's going to look for the Ellery egg. All right. So when you uh, say there are quite a lot of eggs, do you mean that like there is one for each of us or there are more than one for each of us? Oh, absolutely more than one for each. Got it. This is 
Are they like watching s- us by chance? Do you know? Do do any of you know if they're watching us? Oh, if we're watching you. I like don't. We're right next to you this oh. whole time. We're judging you. <laughs> oh, of course. Like what? You've oh. been here like the whole time? You said this was like a game. You're not even going to like explain the rules? Yeah. I had no. to mash a bird like a potato and you all just And watched. judged. Yeah. <laughs> but Frank, the dick is okay. All is well. Proxima, you said that that we weren't supposed to, you know, in, in your grandma's words, we weren't supposed to put all of all of the eggs in the baskets. Was it was it all of all of our eggs in in a single? Do we have to break them up between the baskets? I mean, that is a good question, because I feel like if there are multiple baskets and there are multiple ones of us in in my head, I think maybe we distribute our own eggs across multiple baskets. But then also uh, my brain says maybe it is a basket for eggs for us and we should collect our own eggs. Uh, and then, you know, uh, that's all, that's as far as I've gotten. I don't know. <laughs> How many baskets were there? Five. Ah. Can I walk up to the closest basket to me and start just spinning it around to see if it also has my name on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you do that. You turn it over every way that you can. And on the very bottom, um, it, it does say a name. Shenanigan. <laughs> I'm going to hold up the basket and point to it and show the rest of the group that it has We're only a D10. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the one I had ready. I don't know. Eight. Uh that actually has Anine's name on it. So I'm going to it become very- sort of clear the, the more you focus on it. <laughs> I'm going to run it over to her very excitedly. I, I am going to take the egg carefully in both hands, sincerely confused by these shenanigans. So we okay. just, my estimation is that we're going to just put each of the eggs with our name in it in each of the baskets. So none of our individual eggs are all in one basket. You think that we should, like, avoid the basket with our name on it? Like, don't put your eggs in that basket? To be frank with you, uh, you have gotten the entirety of how I figured out this probably works. I have not gotten any further than this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I, I squashed the bird, and that was about, I think, the limit of where I'll be useful for some of these... Weirdly sadistic games. Hey, but you know what? You murdered the shit out of that bird, and I respect that. You took that one for the team, and that says a lot about you. Good job. Good job. I... And then Proxima starts awkwardly and weirdly clapping. <laughs> I mean, it looks like weirdly kind of touched. Zaz like picking up all of their eggs. Yeah, I think I'm going to collect all my eggs over here. And then once we have all our eggs, we can figure out what to put in what basket. And if chickens start to hatch, then I think there's something about counting them in there. Yeah, but don't count them first. You got you to gotta count. No. don't count them. You can't think on those chicken, those eggs hatching. You, that's just recipe for disaster. Does anyone that sounds have, like something a grandma would say. Does anyone mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. a chicken or something we can use to incubate these eggs? Because I have yet to decide 
on whether or not we are to count them or hatch them first. Or we should wrap them in hay. Will that incubate them? It will keep them warm. Because sometimes in nature, there's not always a living thing to keep it warm, but there is always grass. I like this. I like this idea. Okay, so we can we so we should sort our eggs and take the eggs with our names. That's like step one. Then maybe put them in a basket and see what happens. Zai's yep. like busy picking up her eggs. Are we, is there like, anything to roll for like finding all of my eggs? Yeah, are we like making <laughs> yeah. like um, an omelet? You, you know that they're eggs. You know that your name is on them. And I think if you just look through them, you can get all of your eggs. Perfect. I'm going to walk over to the hay and get some of the hay first to put on the ground and put my eggs on top of that hay. Okay. Okay. You do so. Make an investigation check. 11. An 11. All right. <laughs> um, so you, you just, you get some hay and you take it with you. I'll be careful with that hay, though. Where I come from, oftentimes it is full of needles. <laughs> <laughs> I was had a very unfortunate childhood. It was it was our barns were very dangerous. Broken glass is it's awful. It's awful place to grow up. It's fine, but I did have that cool candle, so that was something. Are you yes. all right? <laughs> no. Yeah. This is why the forest is better. Like there, totally. There is so much less broken glass there. So much less. Okay. So have we have we decided are we putting all the eggs with our name in the name basket? Or are we are we distributing? I don't think we have <laughs> decided. I think we're all just I like we're doing just, our own think, thing with our eggs. Yeah. I mean, maybe I we that's... could yeah, we could just try different things and see what maybe works and what maybe you know gets one of us killed. Who knows? It, it'll be fun. <laughs> Nina is going to put one of each of her eggs in each of the baskets. Yeah, I feel that's like what that's, that's, well. that's what I'm drawn to do. Because everyone okay. needs like a little bit of za in their life. <laughs> oh, za. Awesome. Um, are you gonna are you gonna look at the rest of the baskets? Anything? There are more baskets. Um, there are four more baskets aside from yours. Well, there was there, like one for each of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I'm gonna putting say, one I, egg in each of everybody's baskets. And okay. that is the limit of what I think is a thing I should do. Yeah, I went to look for which right. basket had my name on it. Okay. Sorry. Um, what is everybody else doing? Eggs in each basket. Yeah. Okay. Thing. All right. And a small collection of them on my, my hate pile. In a small collection on your hay pile. Yes. Um, all right. Well. <laughs> okay. Since the door isn't opening uh, and our quest master is just pausing, then I think that maybe we should try something else. So let's take all of our eggs back. Let's find You try to own- take all of your eggs out of the basket and you can't. You can't take, once they're all distributed evenly, you can't do so. Okay, uh, let's each pick up our own basket and maybe we need to take it with us into the next room. How are we going to do that if the door will not open? Well, maybe if we pick up our own baskets, it'll open. 
I pick Someone's up my grandma basket. had to say something like, pick up your own basket or a door won't open. That's got to be a <laughs> thing someone's grandma said. <laughs> my grandma was like, you know, don't put all your mushrooms in like the same bin or they'll start talking. <laughs> That's close. Yeah, uh, like remake, make a perception check for me. All of us? Arbery. Oh. Arbery. 21. 21. Nice. All right. Um, as you're standing there, you, you, you get this sense, you get this feeling that something familiar is near you and you look down and there's just, there's just a little, a little leaf, a little bitty leaf coming up through the ground. I want to immediately drop to the ground next to the leaf and get very, very close to it. Okay. I'll say, hello. I've missed you. It's been so lonely. How is it going? Oh, it, it's going great, friend. Just growing and growing. Growing and growing. That's wonderful. We have so many eggs here, but they aren't growing either. So you're doing better than the eggs. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really know that those are real eggs. They don't feel real to me. <gasps> Fake eggs. Yeah. Whoa. So I'm going to very excitedly jump up and yell to the rest of the group that all of the eggs are fake. The leaf said so. That sounds like a thing I should have noticed when I broke mine, but I was too busy feeling bad about it. Arbery, you see the leaf sort of swaying back and forth and you can hear, come here. Okay, I jump back down to the ground and put my face down very close. <laughs> I know that the other things in this place can't really talk to you about things, but... I'm not from this place, and I think that you should put your eggs in a basket. We did put them in the basket. Yeah, but we got stuck. You have three laying on the floor. <gasps> oh, I immediately go over and put my eggs into the basket. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Leaf. Bye. And it just sort of pops back down into the ground. Just got visited by a Korok. Questmaster, how do you how do we feel at this point about this? Uh, hey, I think if all the eggs are uh, not in the same basket, we should we should let them go. I think well, we should to the next place anyway. Well, of course, of course. Did you want to uh, sign out some points before we let them out? I certainly do. I Fantastic. certainly do. Let's review their performance. All right, all right. Um, Is this I a will job say <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who's asking you after my <laughs> job? We'll talk. <laughs> We'll talk. I'm not sure you will. I'm going to say everyone's reluctance, everyone's hesitance to brutally murder a tiny innocent bird. Uh, that's going to get everybody a point because that was rough. And I'm proud of you. Okay. And for everything else, for those two rounds, we have three points for Anine, two points for Za. One point for Arbery. No, you know, two. Two points for Arbery. And two points for Ellery. And Proxima. Proxima got a whopping six points. Kudos. Kudos, Proxima. That's quite a lead that Proxima has taken over the rest of the contestants. Incredible. Proxima looks ungodly pleased with herself. <laughs> <laughs> she did say she was going to get him. And it seems like she was right. She is right. She did get them. 
Well, on that incredible note, I think it's time to get you guys to your next task. And the door of the room that you're in will spring open. If you guys enter into the hallway, you'll see right in front of you another door grow up just from the ground. And on it, you see the carving in this wooden door of a punching bag and just a few little Z's on the top of it. The door kind of yeah, swings open, lazily chill. And uh, as you look around the room, there's almost nothing. It's mostly stone, but in the very middle is a sack that is just hanging off this rope, pathetically stuffed. And uh, on the left side, there is a rack that seems like it should hold pool cues, but instead it just holds some gnarly, gnarly sticks. What do you guys do? So go over, there's there's the sticks that are in the pool cues. Mm -hmm. What else? What else is there's there? like a, a sack or like in the a very snack? In the very middle of the room is a burlap sack that is pathetically stuffed, just hanging off a rope. And the rest of the room, empty. I've played Rule of Rose. I don't like this. <gasps> oh, I like that game too. Oh, I, I've I, never heard I, of that game. Our game is normally, you know, you hit something that's hanging and candy falls out. Right. Like this is how I like play in the forest with my spirit friends. Everyone like grab a stick and we're going to see what goodies come out. This is awesome. This is like a change of pace and I'll go and I'll pick up a stick. Okay. You do. Again, I've played Rule of Rose. I'm very, very hesitant about this, but I will pick up a stick. Uh, okay. I'm just going to say, I like this. I like the energy. Should we maybe, just knowing, <laughs> just knowing, uh, question master here, I don't trust any of this. Should we maybe like poke the bag and make sure there's not like a guy in the bag before we like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we should, can we, does anybody have like magic look inside the bag powers? Um, That's probably reasonable. I, I I don't, but I could like like touch it. And, and like on, I imagine guys. if there's a guy that he'd be like, no, don't don't ow. It's just like a bag. I played this game like a million times and I'm going to smack it. Okay, roll me a D20. Nice. We're gonna roll a d20 and see what comes out of the bag. Is it a head? <laughs> toe? Nobody knows. I got an 18. All right. Uh, with an 18, as soon as the stick hits the bag, you feel this, this weightlessness, this dreaminess come over you. Um, and before you even know what's happening, you sort of start to crumple to the ground slightly and pop out of existence oh, oh no, no the bag was filled with drugs so za is is no longer in the room with you guys oh oh boy oh, oh no. you know maybe like is there is there a visible door in this room make an investigation check okay all right that's fair maybe <laughs> that's a two <laughs> you don't even see the door you came through anymore. <laughs> I could just run straight to a wall. Like, where am I? Um, I need a sword to gently put back the stick. 
Ellery's gonna uh, try to, um, like she's gonna send her mage hand over to the bag, um, to try and like is there is it tied with like a rope at the end of it? Yeah, there's a rope tied to the top. Everybody, hold your breath for a moment, and she's gonna like try to open it. Okay, you do. Is there candy in it? No, it, it appears to be stuffed with hay. Oh, 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 uh, Arbery, here's here's more of this. Um, Proxima, I didn't check it for needles. Oh, uh, you got it. You really got to be. Ca- That's the wrong voice. You really <laughs> have to be careful about that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, I miss, uh, uh, maybe we all hit it with a stick. May- okay. Here's what I think we need. Like Za disappeared. So maybe Za is dead. Maybe Za went on to the next room. Maybe we all hit the bag with a stick, right? Same time. And then if we all blink out of existence, then what, what's the worst that happens? It's time for a bathroom break and we screw over the DM. Otherwise, like maybe we all just show back up with Za, you know, like either way, everybody wins. Okay. I'm not like, I'm just throwing, I just want to be sure, like, just be very clear. I may be talking everybody into dying. <laughs> so just really make sure that you are comfortable with this choice. But that maybe it's like, like a, a terrible you know, idea. It's, yeah. Well, I'm going to. And I just, just grab a second <laughs> fucking <laughs> wax it. <laughs> Roll a d20. Okay. Uh, I know how to do that. Here we go. Oh my God. Why does it take so long to roll? As a nat 20, and I'm not making it up. I'll even screenshot it if you don't believe Nat 20. <laughs> you are absolutely like the calmest person in the world in the instant that your stick touches that bag. And you just pop out of existence. And with a nat 20, uh, you don't even fall asleep. You just, you see these beautiful shimmering lights going past you. And then you're automatically in a dark, dark place. But you're fine. You feel fine. All right. Cool. I don't know how I feel about this choice. Proxima's looking around. She's like, Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you two about to do the same thing? Uh, I thought it might be a good idea. Um, what, what has led you to that conclusion? I well, have no just, evidence that it is a good idea. You know, my grandma always said, if you're in a bad situation, as long as you're in a bad situation with all of your friends, then you're never really alone. You know, she also said, live together, die alone. <laughs> so she really, uh, <laughs> she really had a lot of, of together quotes. I see that. She looks over at Arbery. Who's just clutching one of the sticks, very unsure of anything is that stick telling you something roll per- for perception on my stick yeah <laughs> 19 19 all right the stick uh you can sort of hear it slightly just and in those whispers in those light whispers it says just hit it i think hitting it is good the stick has said so and i trust the stick Oh. How sure are we that she is actually a druid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go over and hit the bag. 
All right, roll me a d20. 16. A 16, all right. As soon as the stick makes contact with the bag, you feel just this warmth washing over you um, as you drift off into a deep, deep dreamless sleep and you out of existence. I mean, did your grandma ever say anything about, you know, uh, punching or sleeping or- She said or, many things about both. Please be more clear. <laughs> um, You know, something that was like, oh, you know, don't, don't punch a pillow if you want to fall asleep or, you know, I- my grandma didn't talk about punching much. She was very uh, pacifist, so. My grandmother exclusively said things like, Ainine, do not punch other children. It is a bad example. So. Oh, okay. Um, I imagine though, that if they are going to get out of whatever situation they have found themselves in, it is going to be because the two of us are there. Okay. Uh, and Ellery punches the bag. Roll me a d20. 19. Yeah, you do. And the same thing happens. You you just feel this amazing weightlessness, this beautiful sensation of falling. Not a scary sensation, though. Not at all. Um, and you drift off to sleep. And as you do so, you out of existence. Anina is going to look around the room real quick to make sure there is not a door. Just okay. real quick. Roll me an investigation check. Investigation can yeah. do. What does a 12 get me? Um, a 12 will get you, you across the room. You kind of see this, this tiny little hole in the stone walls. Um, and if you, if you go up to it, you can maybe see something. How much like a, there's going to be an arrow that shoots through this hole the second <laughs> I look through it? Does this hole look? <laughs> it, it just looks like a small crack in the wall. I'm going to roll investigation one more time. Okay, dude. That is a six. That's a six. Um, it's a small hole in the wall. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm going to look up at the, going to look up at the bag, look over at the hole in the wall sigh and just kind of smack the bag so that I go wherever they are. Roll me a d20. Can do indeed. That is a 14. 14. All right. Yeah. The stick makes contact with the bag and you feel it. You feel I just, I just slap peace. it. <laughs> you feel peace and burlap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You fall the, the asleep and you crumple slogan. and pop out of existence. Fantastic. Well, the mists are swirling up. You guys are gone, popped out of existence. Uh, Questmaster, do we award them any points for that one? Oh, I think they all get at least one point. They all smacked okay. a, a, a sack with they a They did. They did all hand. smack it with something or other. Ah, uh, yes. The classic smack a sack. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother warned me against <laughs> doing that. If yep. you don't smack a sack, you'll... <laughs> We used to play slap the bag in college. It's where you'd buy the box of wine and then yeah. you'd take it out and you would just drink the yes. whole bag. Amazing. <laughs> I yes, was college. legit thinking that it was just a game where you buy like a bag of rice and you just, <laughs> just slap the bag of rice. And I was like, that sounds like the kind of dumb thing I would do in college. But no, no, it's significantly more college than that. <laughs> well, oh college plans God. aside, 
we are going to let you all take just a short rest now because you've all hit the sack. So we'll go ahead. Oh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how long that took me. <laughs> I like to call it like curse the purse, but you know, whatever you want to say. <laughs> I'll write that down yeah. for next time. Oh yeah. my God. No. <laughs> okay. So uh, you guys have been magically transported to a new room and it appears to be a library which is wild. And as you're in this room filled with massive bookshelves, like floor to ceiling, all up and down, uh, there's kind of a few chairs thrown about, like, you know, it looks like a a borders back when we used to have those. And um, you're in here with the taskmaster and me, little Alex. You guys want to go pick a book? Oh, um, Am I like awake now? Because that nap like really you hit. You are awake and you are well rested. What kind of books do you like have? All of them. Oh my gosh. If you have like all the books, can I get like this one book that's about this girl who like saves the world from these horrifying mushrooms that come to life and they, they want just to eat brains? Yeah, what's the title? Like a, that's the title. It's about this girl who saves the world from these horrifying mushrooms that only want to eat brains. It's like a druid story. And druids, they are very, very, you know, explicit. You know, they like to explain everything. Mm-hmm. Very verbose. Do you yeah. have that book? Yeah, we do. And uh, I'll just kind of point you in the direction because we got Dewey Decimal System. Come on, like, you know. Druid save nice. their books like Panic at the Disco names their songs. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma always says that that Dewey Decimal was a bad person and people should organize their books in different ways. <laughs> we'll take that into consideration in our next redo of this library. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. I start looking for the book. I want to go up to one of the stacks and just touch the spines of some of the books. Okay. You do. I look for a book on puns and colloquialisms. Nice. All right. Do I have to, do I have to roll or do I, do I just, do I find it? Uh, no, little Alex actually directs you immediately to that section. Perfect. I'm just going to grab whichever one looks the most comprehensive. Okay. I pick Uh, up the book and I'm like, oh, this isn't how I like remember it. It's it's really violent. (laughs) 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 Okay. So you guys have your books. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of you? I know which book I want. Okay. I want The Hidden Life of Trees, what they feel, how they communicate, discoveries from a secret world. Fantastic. All right. Little Alex, you know where that is? I do. Yeah. And I'll direct you right over. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Proxima is going to think about it for a second and she's going to kind of nod to herself uh, and she's going to say uh, I would like to know 
where the books on how to find the exits are. Oh, we have lots of books on exits. Yeah. Okay. You have like no exit. Like I was thinking maybe like, you know, like kind of like a poetic irony sort of situation, like, you know, theater major joke. Uh, But do you just have like, you know, the idiot's guide to finding the door that leads to the, the exit of this library? Do you have that book in stock? uh weirdly enough that's just it's a pamphlet and it's it's laying right over there on that shelf but i can tell you exactly what that says oh what does it say the door's right over there cool yeah okay my my grandma used to always say like take a look it's in a book uh also like you know like is is there maybe like a butterfly somewhere in that in there Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's like rainbows in there too yeah. stupid butterflies i can fly twice as high uh okay uh okay so then i guess i will look for uh a cool book on on swords that's what i would like okay um i am gonna just pick this one because my grandma always said uh that you shouldn't Decide on the book you're going to read because of the cover of it. Oh, don't like judge a book by like it's outside decorative like decisions. Yeah, that honestly sounds a lot better. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Not every book can choose its cover. That's true. Okay, so everyone has I feel their like book. That Ellery, was a surprise! Did I say that? <laughs> Ellery, what is what is your book? Um, uh, adolescent uh, tortoises and their okay. fight and adventures. Huh, like that. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Book. Have you ever read this book before? No. Is oh, there like- you are gonna love this. Wait a second. Their teacher name like Master Cheddar or something. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> How old are they? Oh, it's it says here, you know, somewhere between 13 and 17. I would say eight. I like I think that technically you're not a teenager. I don't know why that's in character <laughs> voice. I think technically you're not a teenager after 17. You're an adult. So like 13 to 17, somewhere in that area. A very specific book about tortoises. <laughs> awesome. Is there, has anybody, okay. I know that Zaz read her book. Has anybody else read their book already? Uh, yeah, I've definitely been like. Definitely. Yeah. Proxima picked the shortest one with the most pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, who wants to go first? Like reading our stories? Well, just tell me about it. In your own words, what is this story? Well, like this little girl, her name is Menstrella, and Menstrella really likes soup but she's only had soup like once in her life. So her grandma sends her out to go and gather some soup. And it's weird because her grandma was being like really strange, but you know, she's never like sent her off anywhere. 
So she was like, this must be important. So she went to go and grab these things for the soup. But when she came back, her village had been destroyed by these weird mutant mushroom things. And they were hungry for like brains. No. Yes. And she didn't see her grandma at home, but her home had been destroyed. So she thought that they had like taken her back to like their nest. So she gears up and takes everything from her home, including the soup ingredients. And she finds this, this wolf on the way back and they team up to save her grandma. But when they get there, it turns out the mushrooms were making like a deal with the king in that area. So it was really like this double agent cross-up setup. And they had her grandma. So she goes on like this five-year montage journey and she trains with this wolf and they grow up together and they come back and she ends up rescuing her entire village. You know, save some of them that had like all those smart people. They, they didn't last long because their brains were just too juicy. But yeah, and she's a hero. It's a great book. You should like totally read it. Oh, I don't have time to read. Who's next? <laughs> Well, this is the turtles and sorry, the tortoises. And they're all, they're all named after famous artists and they have masks on and they love pizza and they live in the underground and they fight crime. Yeah. Yes. That sounds like a really cool story. It was, I loved it. Uh, I'll go, I guess. Uh, I, for some reason, I found this really cool book uh, about the symbolism and significance of swords on the uh, someone called the Shakespearean stage. Uh, and uh, it's a really interesting book. It turns out that uh, to really understand uh, the significance of weapons in these plays, you'll need to sort of like contextualize them within the society. It's very interesting. Lots of pictures, though. Yeah, you're welcome, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> I do love pictures. So, okay. Who's next? So my book has been talking to me and it's about the trees, which also talked to me. And it said that people who have read this book think it's one of the best books ever about talking to the trees and having the trees talk to you and that they're social and and they just never stop talking but it's great because they have so much to say and they have so many ideas and so many different things and it's just amazing and the big takeaway and the important thing because this is the hidden thing that you need to know is that life's a birch <laughs> that that is a that is a true statement Indeed. One left. It's not so much a story so much as it is a reference book for several puns and colloquialisms that are used throughout the kingdoms. It oh, has okay. no narrative structure. <laughs> All right. That that works for me. Um, okay, cool. Awesome. Great. Great. Little Alex, you want some points on that? I would love some points on that, please. Okay. So I do have to say coming in close to the end, um, 
you know, tying for the last place on this one. We've got Inine and Za. Inine, I mean, you didn't give me much to go on there. And Za, you gave me too much to go on there. I feel like I really actually could have read that book. Well, like you didn't really give like a lot of instructions. So you that's just true. gotta take what you get. That's what true. What do you mean I'm in last place? Only for this one. Excellent. So it's what, one point each? Yeah. Fantastic. And then next up, we have uh, Proxima. Okay, that was detailed. It was detailed. It was brief. I enjoyed the brevity. It was probably mm-hmm. my favorite part, honestly. Uh, it, the, apparently, the guy who was in this also said that uh, she checks the book. Brevity is the soul of wit. Uh, so, you know, I was just, just taking a lesson from the book. I'm sorry Very for good. that joke. <laughs> Very good. Steph is just basking right now. <laughs> just like, yes. Next up, we have Ellery. Ellery, I love me some turtles. Well, except one specific turtle. Hmm. Anyway, and coming in first place is Arbery. That was short, sweet, to the point, and had a great message. Excellent. Thank you, Trees. So when you say I'm in last place. Well, you're tied for last. Well, that's not true at all. You're actually second to last place. Zaw's in last place with six points. And then you are tied, I guess, with eight points with Ellery. And uh, then we have Arbery with 10 points and Proxima with 11 points. So a shake up, but only at the bottom of the scale. This is unacceptable. How are these points weighed? Eight points is is better than zero points. Zero points would be even more unacceptable. I don't trust how this is weighed. Yeah. Well, to make a long story short, let's go ahead and move on to our next task. So we're going to get you guys out of this library through the door that if you had picked up the pamphlet, you would have seen clearly marks because this is a game, guys. Come on. And as you walk through that door, you're going to walk out into a hallway. And in front of you, there is a door, a very intense looking stone door with some bars where you can just kind of see through it. And it looks like inside is probably a prison. And that's confirmed as the door kind of cranks open and you're allowed to walk in. As you go in there, you can see there are two cells on each wall, two on the left, two on the right, otherwise pretty barren. And if you were to go in and look into the, to these cells, you would see that there are prisoners being held up on large hooks, just kind of tied up to the ceiling, hanging there. Next to each of their cells, there's a clipboard. What do you guys want to do? Are they tied or is this like a Texas chainsaw? They are tied up comedically onto a large hook. Okay. Thank you. I had concerns. It's got real dark real fast. Uh, Can I roll an investigation deck to see like if the like what the cells say versus like if there's like who goes where basically? Yeah, yeah, like sure. Uh, you want to check out their clipboard? What you're trying to do? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fourteen. Cool. Who do you want to check out? Uh, just like the first cell, like to my immediate right, I guess. 
Fantastic. Okay. I will even, if Questmaster will let me describe the prisoner for you with a 14. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. As you look into the cell, you see a very tall man with dark hair tied to this hook. He looks like what the kids might call goth. He's wearing a yellow jumpsuit, which appears to have some sort of black markings on it. And when you read his sheet, it says he was imprisoned for trying to impersonate a banana. Well, that doesn't like, oh, that doesn't sound very appealing. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks for being here. All right, all right. Tip your waitress. Uh, He was, this says that this guy was uh, imprisoned for impersonating a banana. Does anybody... Does anybody's grandmas have any advice about oh, this? Yeah, it's actually, um, uh, knock, knock. Who's that there? You say, who, oh, th- thanks, Arbery. Uh, a banana. A banana who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's Proxy there? takes out her sword. Orange. What is this? <laughs> Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. Ah! That's that's what my grandma always says about bananas. Uh. Okay, like y'all's banana stories are like a little weird. I'll look and see like the other prisoners. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I'm going to mosey on over to somebody that is away from the banana joke. Okay, are you checking the other clipboards? I like to. Okay. Roll me investigation. Okay. Investigating. Investigating. We got an 18. We're I got a six. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, little Alex, you want to tell Zah? Um, Anine, I-, I think you should check again. Yeah. Thank you. I will tell Zah, though, while this is going on. So prisoner number two is a short woman with dark brown hair who appears to be angrily yelling with an Irish accent. She seems very angry to be here on this large hook. Uh, She was imprisoned for throwing jello into a bucket outside of regulation games. That was heinous. That's like a... That's like the strangest thing I've ever read. And I'll tell everybody what you just said. I rolled a 12. Okay. I mean, you might miss some of the words. Okay. Would you like me to describe that missing some of the words, Questmaster? <laughs> no, you can you can go ahead. All right. I'll let you this time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Prisoner number three is this older woman whose entire body sags against the ropes that tie her up to the large hook comedically. Every fiber of her being screams, I do not want to be here. And when you read her clipboard, it says she was imprisoned for not participating in anything. Am I being personally called out here? (laughs) This person was apparently not a participant in anything. Which is... Um, you killed a bird. I don't think you get to say you haven't participated. It's like we really would still, true. We would still be there if I wasn't the one that killed the bird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, mine has like this weird fascination with jello. 
We've got so. banana, jello, and someone who doesn't participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this last one say? Roll me an investigation. It's a very Seven. specific crimes. <laughs> oh, uh, can someone else read this for me? I can. <laughs> Don't look at me. I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) Arbrey, can you tell me what this says? Uh, I got an 18. An 18? All right. Fantastic. When you walk up to the last prisoner, you see a sprightly young boy with a wild demeanor thrashing against his bindings. He has pink glasses on his head, but they don't contain lenses. They seem to be quite useless. But when you read his clipboard, it says he was imprisoned for calling the Questmaster names. Oh, and he'll stay there too. I want to gather everyone to me really quickly. Say, like, come here, come here, come here, come here. Like, yeah. And I want to whisper it very quietly to them because I don't want to upset the questmaster. I want to tell everybody what they did, but quietly. Okay. Um, is there a connection that we can find? They all seem very different. One was was like a banana, you said? We've got a banana. What did they um, like? A banana imposter. A banana imposter? I guess I didn't hear that right, like the first time. He was impersonating a banana. The two of you who got 18s, uh, you, your, your paper felt a little thicker. Like maybe there was something behind the first sheet of paper on the clipboard. Oh, well, if Za like knew there was more to read, the spirits would have like flipped the page and read it for her. <laughs> because Za doesn't read, the, the spirits read it for her. She can't read, like literally. Okay. <laughs> well, Za on yours, it just says, it's a very, very small little scrap of paper. It looks like it was maybe torn from like a book or something. And it just says, help me. I'll like look when I, once I hear this from like the spirits whispering it and I'll make eye contact with this lady, like screaming. And then I'll be like, okay. (laughs) And I'll take that and let them know in the group. And the other small scrap of paper, it just says, take me. Not sexually, like just take me. Just, just take <laughs> me. Does it say that on the piece of paper? Take me, not <laughs> no, sexually. Not sexually. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ellipses. No, no, really. <laughs> no, no, really. I'm no, like, really. did you guys get like nuts like this in yours? Uh, no. Well, I guess. Did you like look? Arbrey, Arbrey found the one for for ours. So I guess. Yes. Ari, did you find like a note like this in your your clipboard? Yes, but I'm very conflicted over what it's saying. <laughs> okay, like there's there should be like two more, right? Uh, yeah. I I will I will look at mine, I guess, uh and see if there's like a second page. Do you want me to roll again? Go take uh, sure. a look, yeah. but like discreetly. Okay. Okay, I will go back and look again. Hold on. Proxima awkwardly whistles. 
I got a 17. A 17. All right. There is a tiny scrap, a little torn scrap of paper that does have something scrawled on it. And it says, don't trust. Well, clearly I've also got to look and see if I've got another. I got a 14. (laughs) Uh, So before, can I come up, run up to her and, uh, and cast guidance? Uh, So I'm (laughs) going to touch her. Okay, absolutely. You roll a d4 and add the number rolled to your ability check. That's a four, baby. <laughs> 18. Nice. With an 18, yeah. You you flip the page and a small, just a super tiny little sliver of paper falls out and it says unhook. Going so if to- we say them all together. Yeah, what do they what do we have? Unhook. Help me take me. Don't trust unhook. Take Sounds me like on a 303 hook. song. Don't <laughs> trust help me. Uh help. Can I roll a perception check to see if any of them are wearing a black dress with the tights underneath? Uh <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, okay, well, maybe like there are good guys. Maybe like some of these prisoners are like falsely accused. And so like we have like one is like, hey, help me. Like we should take them down and they don't like deserve this. It's, a, it's like a petty crime. But then the one that's like, don't trust, like, you should just leave that guy because he's a sneaky banana man, you know? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. My grandmother did actually say, do not date sneaky banana men. <laughs> so that's actually something my grandma said, too. My same. grandma literally said, like, the same thing, just like that. It's universal advice. Universal. So the, the grandmother trees always said, that the bad men come from the Republic of Banana. So I think they were saying the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I'm glad we all agree on this. I'm going big- to try oh, the good. door, like the cell okay. door. All right. Roll me a strength check. Uh, same renegade. <laughs> I'm actually allergic to bananas. Same? Oh my God. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, no. in a terrible way it's such an odd thing to bond over we, we bonded yay we'll just we're just gonna go to dragon con and avoid bananas together it'll be great together. yes it'll be uh, ellery with a 16 the door swings open freely oh um so this is the this is the help me door okay um which is the that's like i'll help i'll follow you because that was like my note so i can be of like assistance or whatever um hello sir ma'am hello ma'am uh yes hello uh it says on your chart that we should help you oh you absolutely should help me yes Okay, like, uh, what are you, like, suffering from so we can get to the problem? Uh, uh, well, I am hanging from a hook. Oh, comedically, though. C- yeah, well, I mean, it was funny for the first two hours, maybe. Oh. And I saw, like, on your chart that you were, like, throwing jello outside of regulated, like, games. Is that correct? Mm, mm, debatable. I, I would say questionable even if i did that at all Hmm. 
oh, who put you here? Oh, oh, they did. Oh, they did. And you don't think you Does like she look at the quest master? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Like what about the other guys and gals and like the cells? Well, they all transgress too. But I thought like you didn't like transgress. I oh yeah. Well, I might not have. I might not have. You might not. I might have also done, but I might not have is the thing. What, what might you have like also have done? Mostly just the, just the, it was just really the jello. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did <laughs> do the jello thing. Why'd you like do the jello thing? Well, I was upset. Why were you like upset? I'm have have you been from you? You're you've gotten this far. <laughs> you've gotten this. You've gotten this far. I'm assuming you've been playing the game too. That's yeah, why I, I got upset. I didn't like. It wasn't like really clear to me. So I'm debating on whether I should be or should not. So it's still pretty inconclusive. But it seems to have come much earlier for you. So just the game itself upset you. Yeah. Mostly okay, the, the mercur mercur mer that word mercurial yep nature of those two over there. So like, who'd you throw like Jello at? I didn't. It was in a bucket. It was just in a bucket. You'd think that was fine, how'd but apparently even, it's against the rules. Yeah, how'd you even like get Jello? Where'd you get the Jello from? It was part of the quest. Oh yeah, <gasps> you know my grandma always used to say, you "Got to keep your Jello in the." peanut butter or else you'll get ants that's a great way to like get ants was your grandmother in the midst of a stroke when she said this <laughs> my grandmother said a lot of really oddly specific things that apply to <laughs> scenarios in my life she was quite prescient <laughs> oh, like, i don't really know how to like help you because it seems like you just made like a mistake just threw some jello yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah, we took her down. Uh oh, I, there's a thought. But if we like take her down, do you think they'll like put us in trouble too? What if they don't like that? We can just say we're following the rules because it says to help her. But Ellery, the other one says to unhook them. It's like kind of specific. That's true. Let's go get the other one. Yeah, let's like see. We'll be back. Don't go All anywhere. Right. Yeah, it's I'm I'm fine here definitely for a while longer. Okay. Don't throw gel or anything. <laughs> and we'll go to uh does anybody else want to go and check one out? I'm gonna go to the one that I got. Um and without any ceremony or anything, I'm just going to try and like unhook them from their hook and like lay them down gently on the floor. Okay, make a strength check. Can do. 17 17 all right you, you sort of struggle a little i mean they are kind of heavy but yeah you lift them off the hook and set them down and he says oh my bones my bones thank you <laughs> thank you for my bones i i gave you bones no no thank you on behalf of my bones I'm not untying you until I figure out what else is happening here. I totally respect that. Yeah. I Wonderful. Think, yeah. I mean, I think Proximus is, will try and get Banana Man down as well. Okay. Strength check. All right. Uh, that's not right. Hold on. Sorry. 
do, 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 do. I know how to play D&D, guys. Shut up. Shut up. I know how to play <laughs> D&D. I'm real good at it. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a seven. With the seven, you sort of lift Banana Man just a, just a slight bit, um, and he he's a slippery little Banana Man, and he just kind of falls back down onto the hook, and he goes, "Oh my god, oh. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Banana Man. Uh, <laughs> I maybe I will try again after someone else tries." <laughs> <laughs> okay. How how high up are they suspended on the hook? Um. It, the hook is definitely above your arm's reach, but you can reach their waist. Okay. Uh, so I want to use thorn whip to wrap around them and pull them down. Okay. They're wrapped in rope. So thorny rope. Thorny rope. Well, there are, aren't they already bound in rope? I'm trying not to hurt them, but... I am not strong. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're going to try and pull them from off this hook. To take by them. By wrapping. Yes, it said take me, so I'm trying to take them. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. I don't even know what you would roll for this. Um, <laughs> it's not me... a sexual roll. It's not, not a sexual <laughs> roll. Right. Exactly. Not rolling yeah, normally you have a conversation me... before you take them with whips. <laughs> Give me a dex check. Consent uh, is key, guys. <laughs> it is. A uh, 12. A 12, um, your rope wraps around their waist and you tug and they're like, no, 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 I have shoulders. I still have shoulders. Maybe we should like, uh, like you could like climb on my back and then like, you know, we could do like, like then you could be up and like lift them down. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, yeah. Would that work maybe? Yeah. Okay. So I come running over to you. I, that, you guys like need help because it sounds like y'all are like struggling. Uh, maybe you could be like stability. Maybe you could be like, you know, help. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so like not wobbling. Oh, yeah. Strong that's like, like all about keeping yeah. everyone like stable. Yeah. yeah. Strong like okay. trees. Okay. I'll aid. All right. Um, I'm going to need you all to make me strength checks with advantage because you're helping. was a 17 14 17 all right so i will say arbor you you sort of struggle a tiny bit but with everybody around you everybody helping out uh you managed to lift this person up off of the hook and get them down Okay. okay like now i feel like kind of bad because like we should have unhooked everyone because they just unhooked like everyone and i left my person kind of just hanging <laughs> yeah, Ellery's gonna go back to uh the uh help me one. I'll She's help with Ellery and... as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh okay. Proxima, yeah, can 20. we go get mine? Yeah, let's yeah, let's just all maybe we all work together, you know, like human pyramid, keep it safe. They've been hanging for a while. <laughs> you know, we can all work together. Yeah, Ellery, like, totally. What what did I just hear from you? A nat 20. A nat 20 arm. You just straight up strong arm. One arm just right up off that hook and set him down ever so carefully, ever so gently. 
to where they actually feel a little bit better, honestly. <laughs> um, I feel like now that we've done three out of the four, we should probably wait for the door to open before we do the one that says don't trust. She looks at the door. Zaw will like go try the door. Okay. Did that like work? It's giving like some real like escape room vibes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you just walk up and look at the door. Doesn't seem like anything's happening. We haven't like figured it out yet, guys. Let's try again. I really think we need to let all these prisoners off of their hooks. That's what I think. I'm not trying to be the boss, but I think maybe like it just seems nice to do, you know, like at the end of the day. These guys are really mad at the quest master. Yeah. Hmm. But then like also if the quest master comes in here and gives us a bunch of like low points for like whatever, then maybe we untie the prisoners and now we have four friends who can help us punch the quest master right in his nose. That's you what know? I was you like I'm saying? I think yeah. that is unwise yeah. given that all of these people have done some kind of thing that has irritated the quest master. I imagine that us joining forces with them will just lead to whatever next poor group of saps comes through. We will be bound up in rope. Okay, but you're like so logical sometimes. Speaking honestly, I've been told it's my worst trait. Who hasn't impersonated the banana? Raise your hand. Oh no. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a very common thing. It seems really rude to put somebody in jail for impersonating a banana. That's that's We've all been there, man. You know, it's Sometimes true. Sometimes you just got to impersonate a banana. You know, you, yes, let's do it. And I want to take mine. It said, take me. I want to take mine. Mine said, like, help me. So, like, I'm just, like, just so stuck on, like, the wording of it all, you know? Yeah. How about, I think I would, I would like to help you get your guy down. Like, you know what I mean? It just, I, again, it just seems like right thing to do. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. But I am totally down for like a little mutiny. Only if everybody else is in though. I know they're like right there and this is really awkward, but. <laughs> like we're just having this discussion in front of the <laughs> Okay. So are we taking the last guy? Yeah. Yeah. If you are, I am. I am, you know, yeah. Um, is everybody taking the is everybody helping to pick the last guy up? Sure. I'm still I'm sure. holding on to the one that was mine. Are you just like <laughs> just dragging, dragging him along like a little red <laughs> yes. fire wagon? Yes. <laughs> He's still tied up, but I have him. <laughs> you just hear ah there's rocks down here. <laughs> So since there are four of you, um, I am not even going to make you roll. That is a lot of people trying to lift one person. And if cheerleading has taught me nothing, you can do it. Please don't drop them on their face, though, because that's another thing that cheerleading taught me. Um, (laughs) uh, You do it. You you take them off off of their hook. Ellery looks at the door. The door opens. Because you guys have let them off the hook. Aha! We did it. Good job. Let them off the hook. Oh, wow. So do we literally just like leave him here though? Like, oh yeah, you can leave him on the floor. We'll take care of him. No problem. Are you just going to like put them back on the hook? I don't want to. It's not nice. 
oh, no, no. They'll go to the spa first. Yeah. They get a break. Are they like employees? Do you like, are they, do <laughs> they, they work like here? No, they broke the rules. Oh. Can we go to the Jello game? Yeah. Let's do like Jello. I'd like to throw some Jello. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this throwing it outside of the regulation game did break it for a while. So that is under maintenance. But I do have one more, one more quest for you. Let's do it. Okay. Should we I'm like, I feel like, like these. Hey. You know, like, let's just, maybe we stop. We put our hands in, you know, like we all circle up. We say something cool, you know, quack. like a quack, 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 quack. That was incredible. I feel very inspired. Let's do the last game. Let's do it. Let's fly. Fantastic. Like really duck themed bird all of those things lots of wings feathers so as you guys walk through this last door quack quack quacking down the hallway you come to this final door that musically lilts open like it almost seems to be in tune as it creaks out this beautiful musical scale and as you step into this room you're suddenly on a stage and the lights are all on you the hot, bright beams coming down from overhead, the softer stage lights below. Ellery, this is probably extremely familiar to you, but you can't see past the edge of the stage. There could be an audience, there could not be, but you get the sense that maybe it's just kind of a vast darkness. And then your only clue flashing from far, like the light of a star, it reads, Finn. What do you do? like what? Finn, like end. Uh, uh, right, right, right. Um, Do you guys like see that? Yeah. From this experience, I learned that friendship is magic and uh, always open mysterious envelopes. Uh, I learned that, you know, it's polite to not write the recipient on invitation letters yeah i was to magical encounters uh i was just uh remembering when i was a girl uh my grandma she took me to see a show uh in a place kind of like this there was like singing and dancing and it was like very nice uh but at the end uh, at the end of the thing, uh, all of the peoples, they came back out and there was like the clappings and then they did the the, the bowings. Maybe because it is the end, maybe we should uh, maybe we should like take take a bow. And then that is like because we have done it. We have done the thing. We have done a good job and people will be doing the clappings for us. Is that maybe a thing that we could do? I don't I'll take I don't, a bow. Yeah, maybe we, we could all hold hands. simple to try. Yeah, I like, love a performance. Let's yeah, like maybe we all do a cool extravagant bow. Like, is that okay with everybody? Okay, on three, ready, one, two, three, bow. <laughs> I like just... really bowed in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody like heard it, <laughs> right? And as you do so, <laughs> little Alex. As they take their bow. Yeah. Well, I think we have some points to assign, don't we? We do. Maybe we should do that. Let's do it. Fantastic. So what did you think of the prison off the hook? 
Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, that, that was, you know, I, I wanted to take points away mostly because you can, you're the quest. Their sentences you're are not done. I know. I know. It's that banana guy. He just really rubs me the wrong way. I get that. But they did technically do the task. That's true. They did complete it. Yeah. So they all got a point there. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe two points. Honestly, I'm feeling kind. What is this? What is this kindness? Two points for everybody? Yeah. This is unprecedented. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I think you're getting soft. Okay. I know. Sorry. All right. Well, let me do some quick math. It's pretty hard. All right. All right. Points. It's kind of a lot for me to do, especially just in my head. All right. So in last place, Za, you did come and do some tasks. Congratulations. Tied. Next up, Ellery and Anina, you have 10. Then Arbery, 12. And then our winner, Proxima, with 13 hey. points. You have one. And I, little Alex, will come over to you and hand you a recorder dart gun, a sling with gold leaf and lace, a candle that's always lit. It's very, very hot. Be careful. A grandma, grandmother willow staff, and then a small urn with actual grandma in it. <laughs> uh, all of you could have your stuff back except for you. That's not how this grass. works. You no, won. I'm just kidding. I'm You've just won. Kidding. You need it all. You can't. <laughs> oh, I, we don't do side deals here. Oh, okay. No. And then, and then, Price kind of goes, go. It's cool. I'll, I'll give you all your stuff back outside. <laughs> don't worry. It's fine. It's cool. Just, it, just, it's cool. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's binding. It's it's back. Ba- it's forever. It's Magical. bound. Well, it's bound. It's bound. You're it's bound to you. To the, to the ashes. This is it, it yeah. Is, okay. Well, you know what they say. You get you get a, a grandma in the hand is worth two in the bush. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. That's a lot of grandmas you have. A lot. Mm-hmm. Questmaster, do we have anything else to tell your contestants? Uh, I think we do. I think we should tell them that they absolutely crushed our donation goal. Holy heck, guys. Can you believe all these people who showed up and showed out for you guys? Give them, yeah, give them a quiet round of applause to us and not blow out your mics. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, man. That was truly, truly fantastic. I can't believe you guys. Incredible. And we'll, of course, now do the wonderful thing that we do, where we magically trans you back, transport you back to exactly what you're doing, wherever you were, and you're back. You've completed the Questmaster Challenge. And nobody like got stuck behind. Like, nobody wow. got stuck behind. Everybody got out. Or forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets left behind. Proxima oh, is like in her like ten. She's like, oh no, I didn't get their addresses to mail them the stuff. So <laughs> oh boy, it wouldn't matter. It would just pop right back. It would. It would. Absolutely. I didn't get their social media handles or anything. How are we gonna hang out? <laughs> so many grandmas. <laughs> so many grandmas. Oh, that's so funny. 
like good thing I'm I go back to like my meditation circle like good thing I didn't even like my grandma (laughs) not to sit down and meditate (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) thank you guys so much for coming and playing D&D with us that thank you thank you this was so fun yeah Uh, do do you guys want to tell us where we can find you yes why this up Chelsea (laughs) oh all right (laughs) I'll start Yes. Uh, hi, I'm Chelsea, aka Chelsea Bites. I was your elf druid Za today. And you can find me just about everywhere YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I am a tech content creator who is a host, and I'm a streamer that does not stream, at least on their channel. So if you'd like to <laughs> check me out, find me on all of those places. You'll have a good time, I promise. And I guess we can just go on over to Kate. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Kate. Uh, I'm th- <laughs> now I'm nervous. I always manage to screw this up. Uh, and I'm Katiosaurus. Uh, I I'm Katiosaurus everywhere. I've got a YouTube. I've got a Twitch. Uh, I've got a TikTok. I- I've heard. Uh, and you can also find me at uh, Infinite Quest Podcast. Uh, and yeah, that that's me. Uh, uh, Steph, why don't you go? Uh, I am Steph. Uh, you can find me playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, if you like this character and you want to hear all of my spells sung uh, poorly or not, um, you can find us on Adventure Incorporated. And I also do a Shakespeare podcast called Protest Too Much, in addition, Pod, which is a stream with Swan. And then uh, follow our Instagram because I've been trying really hard to like make Instagram a thing for us. And I would appreciate it. It's at Serious Business Network. It's in the little, it's in the thing above my head. You follow that on Instagram. I love you. Oh, Swan. I'm Swan. I'm Swan. I was your crazy lady Lorax. Uh, I am a Swan named Emily across the internet. I am an artist. I stream my own art. If you are looking for D&D commissions, I love doing D&D commissions. So hit me up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I love making stickers. You can support me. I have a Patreon. I have an Etsy. If you want to buy some of my stuff, uh, if you want to just join me and draw, uh, I draw on my channel, which is this one named Emily. Or if you want to hang out with the Doodle Crew, we're a group of artists who do live improv art drawings, and all of that can be found over on my YouTube as well. And if you want more Shakespeare, but with art, I also do sketching Shakespeare with Steph, uh, where she brings me Shakespeare, explains it to me, and then I draw. So, yeah. This feels, very much, this feels yeah. very much like popcorn from when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> my name is Alex Smith. Uh, you can find me at the Quid Pro Roll podcast, which is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons game where I am DMing. Being a player is very weird for me. Um, you can find me at um, Quid Pro Roll you can, on Twitter. You can also find me at Alpha Comics Games, uh, which is my Alpha Comics and Games being my shop in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and my... TikTok is Quid Pro Roll Podcast. Uh, at this point, it's mostly just art stuff. Please love us. Um, Instagram is at Quid Pro Roll Podcast. And all of the other stuff has been listed because I have too many handles because I'm bad at social media. <laughs> Jenna, my love. Awesome, awesome. Oh, we're actually, we're going to let Chelsea go because she is so heckin' busy. I got, I got like, Five more minutes. We're good. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You're good. I got time for y'all. No. <laughs> well, we are going to do like a tiny little Q&A for anybody who wants to stick around and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, 
be be cool in the chat. Uh, and I'm Jenna. <laughs> I'm at Jenna Chill at Jen Chill everywhere on the internet, I believe, um, with one L. Because if you use the second L, little Alex will get very angry. Extremely <laughs> very angry. angry. So angry. Um, you can find me on Botch Podcast Mondays and Tuesdays and Horse Girls, which is every other Wednesday. Oh my God, Horse Girls. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I'll I'm on Horse Alex. Girls, so I'm jumping on. I'm jumping on board. I'm on Horse Girls too. Uh you can find me on Horse Girls. I do another podcast called Animorphs Anonymous. I am on Twitch on this exact channel for Dungeons and Dragon Beams. We we live play an Animorphs based Dungeons and Dragons game. So uh real nerd shit. Uh <laughs> so yeah, you can find me. I think at DD Pod should be below me. Uh, but yeah, you can check out any one of those things to find me. Nice, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much. This has been a real blast. Hooray. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm glad you guys had fun. How's the, how's I, the I like totally going? like escape room stuff. It's so great. <laughs> I'm just glad I got to see Saw after a full year. It's been like <laughs> too long. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, that's going to be fun to about one more time during yes. Dragon Con if we got the chance. That would be really cool. No, I'm already planning on doing a sequel game. It is happening. <laughs> we are doing this. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, it's so nerdy. I love to see it in chat. Look at that. I'm y'all, we have to get in on the horse girl magic though, because I do have like that deep desire to be my own horse girl. So oh I'm glad chat is pulling it. <laughs> we have connections. We can make that, that happen. Was, it's absolutely. true. And no, seriously, it was really cool to be able to raise money with you guys. I love gaming, you know, with a good purpose. So Heck yeah. Me too. That was awesome. You, you chat, I, I, y'all were awesome. And y'all we were crushed well them. It, so. Yes. <laughs> My God. <laughs> thank you so much, Plus. everyone. Yeah. Yes, incredible. Thank you. Wonderful. before sugar. I gotta come up with a name. Thank you, Casey. Ugh, amazing. And thank you both, Jenna and Alex, for not completely torturing us tonight <laughs> we did our best but you guys were yeah. too nice we had to like ease off a little bit yeah oh i was about to start thinking of ways to make you not kill a bird <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to kill it it was like so torture. like the bird oh i just it must have been horrible listen to me like talk to birdie for like a full five minutes about like spa life and just building this <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. no, they're going to become best friends. Help. Oh, we are. <laughs> we are. Birdie really killed it. Yeah. But yeah, that was so much fun. Only hair. Only hair. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Egg was your favorite NPC. Look at that. <laughs> oh no, the egg got smashed or one of the other 49 eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I was seriously thinking about just being like, let's do I just drop my eggs? <laughs> drop them all on the floor. <laughs> oh man. I feel like great. cure wounds should should have, should have worked. <laughs> oh, right. worked on the egg. I mean, <laughs> I really like let's define wounds here. <laughs> How many Crap. hit points could that egg have recovered? One D8 hit points plus three. Was it was it fertilized? No. <laughs> then no harm was truly done, was it? It's true. That wasn't really a wound then. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're right. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> That's I so feel funny. like, yeah, I feel like what lost Limey says, I feel like mending would have worked if I had mending, um, but I didn't. <laughs> Just yeah, I didn't like have glue the egg back together. <laughs> I would have waited. I would have waited for that. I'd have been like, yeah, I'll help you. Let's get the pieces. <laughs> Let's go. Putting the break Ooh. in breakfast. Yeah, I see you, prison. Great. <laughs> oh, I have to say, I did write down the quote about who hasn't impersonated a banana. That was like, <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> the amount of puns. Not Alex, but everybody else has impersonated a banana. <laughs> I'm super excited about a banana costume. That was an Ine thing, man. I would imperson I've impersonated a banana. <laughs> oh <laughs> like I said, Ine is not fun. I, however, <laughs> have done the regular thing that everyone has done, which is impersonate a banana. You heard it here oh. first. <laughs> the fr- the real friends were the bananas we impersonated along the way. <laughs> I'm sick. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that um we we were very sensitive about being comedically tied up. I was like, huh, there's blood on that rock and people are being strung up not by their toes. I yes, mean, it is still a dungeon. Yeah, you said hook though, and it went to straight like meat hook. Like it got really dark really fast. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, we did have to determine comedically very fast. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, they're doing it. This is the other side. I I just thought the deeper we went, the more deranged and depraved and violent things would get. Which, given that I had to start by crushing a bird to death with a rock, was kind of. I thought we were just going from there. We started started pretty high on that one. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to have to chew out of our bindings later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But no, seriously, such a pleasure. I hate that I have to drop now because I got to go play another three hour game. Y'all have fun. Thank Bye. you. Y'all were chug wonderful. That oh, yeah, chug it. yeah, get it. Oh, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was such a pleasure. I if I leave it, mess your thing up. It will, but we got a contingency plan in place just for this. So don't worry about Excellent. it because we yeah. knew we knew it was happening. I will, I will time it. You've got <laughs> me. Three, two, one. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, Chelsea. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, Does anybody in chat have any uh questions? It looks like there was a um oh that was a that was a question from you to the chat. I saw a question mark and I was like, <laughs> looks like there's a question. <laughs> no, there was uh how about what was everyone's favorite moments of the Questmaster's dungeon? <laughs> I really liked the the semantics of if there's one bird in the hand and two that counts for two in the bush and then kill two birds with one stone. I thought that was very clever. That was quite clever. It was great. There was an extra point thrown in for maths. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get points for maths. Bird math. Bird math. It's the only kind of math we do here. (laughs) Anybody else had favorite moments? It's a question from chat, so I'm pushing it. Oh. oh, I'm just reading all reading of it. Chat oh, question. Um, yeah, uh, Ellery got some love for the tortoise, the tortoise thing. 
Got love for that. That was very good. And I, I know, um, so we have a secret tech person behind the scene. I know he was dying, I'm sure with the turtles, because that's like one of his favorite things. So I'm sure he was dying about that. (laughs) I used to not know anything about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then I dated someone who uh, made sure very quickly that I knew everything, like quizzed me (laughs) on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, So I am well-versed in the turtles. (laughs) Don't need that information anymore. Oh God. Might as well come out in a D and D. There's now the question, Steph, what is your favorite turtle? Oh, Um, this is not even, this is like not a question. It's Donatello, the smart one, the clever one. The one like, duh, there's no other good. (laughs) And there's no other right answer. Donatello is the correct answer. Quite partial to Raphael just because he's a sweet, sweet, broody emo boy. That's fair. That's on brand. (laughs) I'm just the the chat is wild right now. Yeah, the chat's crazy. (laughs) TMNT is still the best Daredevil parody, is one of those things (laughs) that just took me on a wild emotional ride. (laughs) Uh Rap has layers. Oh, oh my god. god. Honestly, I really liked the icebreaker thing in the beginning because for a let's yank all these characters and put them in the same place was probably one of the best possible ways to enter that dungeon and give like the vibe of what the overall dungeon was going to be. Uh also, Kate, uh the Proxima, I peed my pants here like <laughs> moment of vulnerability was one of the funniest <laughs> things so that happened over the course of the game. Yep. Thank you. Glorious. I was like, I like sometimes I really struggle with UD because I'm really good at like puzzles. And so I don't want to be like the guy who's like, I know the answer immediately. And so I was trying to like hold off and like get the vibe, you know? Yeah. So my first character for uh Adventure Inc. for our first season, which was my first D character ever. Um, was basically just uh, one version of me who loves like super nerdy and loves books and puzzles. <laughs> and so like, I wanted to build Ellery as like the non, like, let me solve this, please. And I'm going to be really upset <laughs> if these ding dongs on my team don't get it right. <laughs> build my character to let it go. <laughs> it's very hard. It is incredibly hard. I have uh, a question. Okay. I have a question for Kate. How many yeah. of your D&D characters are not named after fonts? Uh, zero of them. It's I beca- love that it's so become much. A, it's become a running joke. But it gets harder, you know, because I also found out that I can make custom fonts. And so then it's like, if I need a name, I can technically just make a font. But yeah. I try to do it. I try to do it on the honor system. So at this point, they're all they're all fonts. This is my wizard wingdings. <laughs> I, the one that I was truly the most too. the like the most proud of recently was I did I did there was like a TikTok uh, like like D and D one and uh, and I played a, a a dinosaur it was a sentient T Rex but his name was Newland Inline which is the Jurassic Park font <gasps> and he goes by Newt for short. And I was oh really, God. that was the one that I'm the most proud of. Yeah, that's, that's really good. That's pretty deep cut. That's <laughs> kind of delightful. <laughs> that, the only way that that could have like, well, no, that's perfect. But if you could also get somebody to play with you, that was just Phil Tippett. And his whole job was to follow you around and just try to like mitigate damage. That's it. <laughs> um, 
all the love to Phil Tippett. It started as a joke and now it's just become like my favorite thing. It's like, what font is this character? <laughs> so good. It gives you like personality too. Like, it does. It, it's such a cool uh, character building tool. I really like, unironically, jokes aside, I really love that. Oh, that is yeah. really, really brilliant. And then when you that's get fancy, why she it goes italics. And when you get really like adventurous, it goes bold. And oh, right. is, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> this is no this is a non-serif character like let's be real we don't we don't need those extra little wings on these <laughs> sans share here's my strict uh strict lawful paladin sans sheriff has got me i am deceased good. put me in the ground put me in the grave is- oh god the I, big I himbo dead. barbarian named Impact. That one, that one sent me. <laughs> I'm just good. like, oh my god, I need it. Uh, <laughs> I need to play Impact. These are all great. Everybody's gonna steal your naming tactic. I just love how many characters I've seen you play that are just unhinged. <laughs> like I love it so much. Like I have yet to play a game with you where your characters it's slightly unhinged. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I go low intelligence and up the fun. <laughs> no thoughts. Yeah. Head empty. No th- <laughs> Empty head. Feeling nothing. Oh gosh. Yeah. I I wanted to. I thought it would be fun though this time to play something different because usually I just play tank because that's that's easy. But I was like, no, no, we can go a little nuttier this time. Love oh, it. God. So good though. And then when you got when Questmaster Jenna, of course, granted the leaf permission to talk to you. <gasps> that was a beautiful leaf moment. Friend. <laughs> that was a beautiful moment. I, that was I, a very I, cute little voice, too. I was gonna say, I was like, I was prepared to die for that leaf. So. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, yes. No, that I would have protected that with my body. Every hit point I had was going to protect that little leaf. <laughs> That was when did we all become moment. Wally? <laughs> <laughs> the instant the little leaf had a voice. Yeah. Uh, it was a great voice. <laughs> it was a great little leaf voice. Oh, oh my God. Oh my. <laughs> I like how it's like, we're going to do a Q&A and it's just us reading stream <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. yep. That's because the yep. suggestions are just so good. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just yeah. be here reading for a while. Yeah, no. I, I felt bad because chat was on fire and I would catch little bits of it, but oh, y'all were awesome. That's <laughs> great. Everybody enabled me too much at the this is my grandma joke. <laughs> oh my god. No, that was no they did not. Oh, that was my tier. I watched I watched chat blow up and I was like, validation. Because <laughs> I, I was literally sitting there like, do not laugh. It will kill the joke. Do not laugh. It'll kill the joke. Do not I was laugh. Like, I was like, it, it legitimately cannot get better than Grandmother Willow. This is my actual grandmother. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> that's so fun. That's so fun. Oh. oh, man. How many times uh, did little Alex have to put on her tie? Just once. Ooh. I mean, I tied it backwards the first time, but correct ways just once. <laughs> so That's all that counts all is it. the correct way. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So. What is our group name? Team Grandma blowing the hell out Grandma. of our goal for charity fundraising. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Let me refresh and get an actual number there. Yeah. Oh, I'm interested. Uh, oh, oh my. Oh, oh my. 
$2,071, putting us, our team rank is in the top 50. We are number 49. Heck yeah. Fundraising for Trevor Project right now. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Gosh, you guys are crazy. Oh my God. That's amazing. That is so cool. That's so cool. Uh, I was going to suggest calling y'all the Trevor Endeavor, which is honestly pretty. (laughs) Love it. That's pretty delightful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My only suggestion would that be to like homogenize it so it's Trendever, but that's just my escape the pungent. Escape the pungent. Escape the pungent is very good. Well, let me just write that down. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Rum Renegade, well done. Mm -hmm. That was. Oh my gosh. Chat, y'all, amazing. Magical. Magical Oh, also, I love Guild of Granddaughters. That's dope. (laughs) (laughs) I do actually really fucking love that too. I do do like the Guild of Granddaughters. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. What, what's going to happen is as these characters like reappear in our various podcasts, it's they're going to be like announced like in some kind of formal setting and they'll be like, member of the Guild of Granddaughters, survivor of the Pungent. Like it's just going to be like this long list. I am contractually writing that into every intro. Nice. I'm like, hi everybody, please welcome Katie Asaurus to the stage. Member of the Guild of Granddaughters. <laughs> I can't wait to like drop this into like that was one of the reasons I wanted to play my main show character because like I'm just gonna drop this stuff into like our tavern nights as much as possible and like watch the boys heads spin and that's Heck really yeah. my only my only goal <laughs> next time you guys do a guest uh, uh like a girl's night on tavern night I'll play as I so there can be like a, oh my Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Parasaurolophus. Oh. Ooh, who's suggesting that? Everyone's favorite dinosaur. Oh, Parasaurolophus. Oh. oh. Yep. Appalachosaurus. <laughs> yeah. Barney. Okay. <laughs> Barney was my favorite for a long time. Longer than probably normal for a child. But then also I had a tarantula themed birthday party. So like oh, it's so cool. That was the kind of terrifying and amazing. What a treasure. Uh, kid me, so scared right now. Adult me, <laughs> that's bitching. That's amazing. My dad would regularly tell this story about when I was a little kid and he was watching some show he was watching on television and I waddled up to him, looked at it, looked at him, looked at the screen, looked at him and went, hey, this is a boring show. How about some Barney? <laughs> he brings up that at every 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 time I would bring a boy home, every time he was talking to someone I worked with professionally, any circumstance. Yep. <laughs> oh no. Yep. Big dad oh. energy right there. Uh Ankylosaurus is my favorite. Cause he's little, he's got little legs, he's got a big old rock tail. And I love him. Yeah. Love it. What about yours? Oh man. So, okay. So here's mine. Uh, this is okay. This is like a weird trivia fact. So my usual answer is I just say brontosaurus because it's easy, but, uh, my real favorite dinosaur is the Dinosaurus imperiosus Osborne, uh, which is a real dinosaur that existed. Uh, it was, it was discovered in like the 1900s. I think it was like 1904, 1905 by this guy named Henry Osborne. who was a really famous archeologist. I'm not related but we have the same name and we spell it the same way. 
and he discovered a T-Rex and then he was like, nah, dog, I'm gonna name it after me. And then <laughs> like for like a hundred years, he just insisted that it was like called the like Osborne sort. And then it was like, and this finally somebody at a museum was like, no, that's a T-Rex, but you can look it up. It's a fine, it's, it's a, it was a dinosaur for a while. That's, that's awesome. magical. I don't know why um, I know that, but here we are. <laughs> someone did ask. Um, so two things. Thing number one, someone asked, everyone recommend me your favorite fan fiction, which is a dangerous door to open. And thing number two is a question of how we all got into D&D. &D. <laughs> oh. And I haven't read fanfic in so long. Yeah. Yeah. Like since fanfiction.net days. Yep. Uh, Back in my archive of our yeah. own days. <laughs> uh, okay, I have an answer, but it's very silly. Is that somewhere on AO3, there is a story that someone wrote about uh, the character that I do on TikTok, who's Rich Victorian Widow. They wrote fan fiction about Rich Victorian Widow uh, and Theodore Roosevelt. It goes... <gasps> exactly how you think it would but nothing prepares you for that no, no amount of theater school uh, prepares you for the day where somebody goes hey uh there's rich victorian widow fan fiction uh so that's i enjoy that immensely i consider it the highest compliment that's incredible <laughs> i love that amazing. so much amazing my yes. life goal is literally just to get like somebody is invested enough in the narrative that they write fan fiction like that is life goal yeah <laughs> That's hey man, I thought I was writing fan fiction there for a while about QPR. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're not going to tell me they're not. You're not going to tell me they're not. You're just not. You're just I not going to tell me that they're not. Nothing brought me as much joy as you texting me in all caps like, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yay. Obviously, I was legit like, Jenna, why are you listening to QPR? Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Come At least your show doesn't eat horses. Yeah. My favorite fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite fanfic story is I was I'm teaching Murakami right now to my high school seniors and juniors. And we read Samsa in Love first. And the seniors, because it's a stacked course, read the metamorphosis last year. And a kid just in the middle of like them sitting and reading was like, Miss Granula can I call this fanfic? And I was like, yes. It, like, it's not a sequel. It's not a, like, it, like that's, that's the best definition for it that I didn't think about until this moment. But like, you've solved the problem of like, what is this story in relation to the metamorphosis? And it's just, it's fanfic. It's Gregor Samsa fanfic. And uh, so that was a really fun little moment. Hey Steph, hey Steph, <laughs> hey Steph, hey Steph. You know what else is fan fiction? Charles and Cressida. <laughs> uh, yep. I will die on that hill. It really, it it is. Um, I love Charles and Cressida. It's the worst ending in all of Shakespeare. So when I directed it, I rewrote the ending because like Shakespeare's dead. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Haunt you? <laughs> I had all of the women. I had all of the female characters come out and like build a speech together, and I was just like, okay, that's it now. Nice. How yeah. we end this play? It's a That's terrible ending. That's the best option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, Jenna, you cannot escape these fan. You cannot escape answering for whatever your fan fiction crimes are. Ooh. Um. It has been so so long. So hang on. Let me like scrape the bottom of my brain barrel for anything. Um. 
I have no idea. It would probably okay. be Animorphs oh, no. related, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Go general. Mine, mine, mine is tangentially Animorphs related. Oh, good. Um, I read these terrible, terrible uh, Animorphs, and I, and I don't like to call things bad, but these were. Um, these Animorphs fiction, fan fiction, I guess, books um, called Humanimorphs. And then my friend <laughs> Tim wrote fan fiction of the fan fiction books. Um, and it was really one of the most fantastic things I've ever read because it was ridiculous and off the wall. And it made me actually enjoy those awful, awful Humanimorphs books. Okay, now I've gotten, so now I have two answers. Thank you, Jenna. You just springboarded me into <laughs> the stratosphere. Um, for like good ones, like we actually, I totally forgot about this, but uh, for my Animorphs podcast, once we finished all the books, we did read fan fictions that like some people we didn't know, some people we did, but we published like six or seven episodes just of like fan fictions. And they like, so many of them were incredible and awesome and like built on the world and explored relationships. And they were super cool. So all of those, and some of them were written by like people in this chat actually, but <laughs> yeah, they were super good. Um, and then bad ones, like, yeah, you're right, Jenna, just those. Yeah. 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 They were bad. They were, they were bad. They were very bad. So, but it was fun because they were bad. Humans. And then of course, the Avengers. So how did you guys all get? How did you all get? How did you guys all get into D and D? It's casual. It's fun. It's going to be. Yeah. It's solid. It's solid. Listen, I'm so proud of myself for like not doing that too bad throughout that entire thing because I get the worst mush mouth at all times. That's a long time. That's a long time to have all your words. Oh, <laughs> oh, like my cheeks hurt from like forcing them to do the words <laughs> properly. All right, should uh, we do roundtable of their last? This could be our last question. How we got into D and D? Sound good? Sweet. Yeah. Let's let's go round the table. Emily, you started, so I'm forcing you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, mine's really sad and lame, but I got into it because of my college boyfriend. Um, but I love it because the very first game of D and D I ever played was terrible. Um, there were too many people. Uh, the DM was trying to hook up with one of the other female players. And so there was a little bit of favoritism and it was a Star Wars campaign, which I thought, great. I, I know fantasy, but I really know Star Wars. This will be great. So I played a Twi'lek and I was super excited, but the DM was like, well, you're on Tatooine. So if you ever leave the safety of the group or if anything happens, you'll be sold into slavery. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so what can I do? And he's like, you can go and dance at the palace and earn money. That's what you can do. I'm like, okay. So I earn money for the group. And the whole campaign ended when my boyfriend collected everybody into one of the little houses that we'd been collecting all our loot in, threw in a thermal detonator, and blew everybody up. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> nice. But every other game I've played since then has been more fun. A low bar to start. <laughs> Real low. Yeah. Basement level. <laughs> That's good. No, low expectations is. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I'll keep calling them out. Uh, Steph, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I did college improv, 
with a bunch of ding-dongs, Anthony, Mike, Rob, uh, and uh, Mikey didn't do improv, but he was just always there. And <laughs> uh, back like six years ago, Mike sent me a message because we all stayed friends. And he was like, hey, do you want to play on a D&D podcast? And I was like, I've never played D&D before, but like, sure. So the first year of Adventure Incorporated is a lot of me asking, what dice do I roll? Because no one ever told me that the answer is almost always the D20. It's like almost always. <laughs> Every time Anthony was like, roll for whatever. I was like, which one? Uh, great listening, great audio. But that's <laughs> how I got into it. That's awesome. Kate? Hello. Uh, so I, got <laughs> I actually got into D&D twice, which is weird. Um, but so when I was a kid, my dad loved D&D. He had played D&D for a really long time. Um, and he kept trying to get me into it. And I was always like, well, D&D, that's like boring. I don't like that. Um, and then when I was in uh, college, he passed away. Uh, and then he, I wound up inheriting, like one of his college friends actually reached out to me and he was like, I have a bunch of like shit of your dad's that I've had for like 30 years do you want it and I was like sure um and so what I got was a bunch of my dad's old character sheets um and so I still have this like secret hope that I want to like play a campaign of like all my dad's old characters but I just haven't like worked it out because it's all like 2e <laughs> like nah I don't want that no uh but then uh my now husband uh was actually also playing uh Edge of the Empire and uh, they needed a spot at the table filled. And I was like, well, I'm your girlfriend. I guess I'll play. Uh, and then I got really into it. And so now I'm like following in my dad's footsteps. So there you go. That's awesome. I'm sorry. I just brought the room That's completely down. Awesome. No, it's not down. That was up. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, oh my like, gosh. No, no, because I think we're all like, that sounds amazing. And I like, you know, want to see that. That's look, cool. if anything's going to have bummed us out, it's the dude who's like, yes female friend playing this game dance for the amusement yes. of the hunt. Yes. Like, yeah. If anybody's going to make us cringe out of our skin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your history? So, so it kind of depends on if we're talking about like my first time DMing, because like as a, like my first time playing, like I had played like here and there in people's games that never was part of a campaign, but I was just like there. Um, and I spent an inordinate of time like role-playing on Gaia online. So I had a very strong idea of how it was supposed to go, which is not how it went. <laughs> um, I always tell people, don't, if you main forum role-play, do not play that character as your first D&D game. And that comes from experience. <laughs> um, the first time I ever DM'd um, was, there was this group of friends that I had with a guy that I was kind of interested in at the time. Uh, they were like, we need a DM for this game. And I'm like, I'll DM. I've DM'd lots of times, but I hadn't. I had <laughs> never DM'd. Successful deception check. Got him. <laughs> um, the thing is, is that none of them really knew, you know, their ass from their elbow as far as D&D went. So they just assumed I knew what I was doing. Um, and that is how my entire career as a DM has been built upon lies. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it started very like lame. Like it started as like, I would play occasionally here, I'd play occasionally there. Like I would get the books and read them alone in my room because I did not have friends. Um, but then it kind of grew out of that one game that I lied about DMing. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, I like this a lot more than just being a player. 
And I also can now control doing it. So I'm just going to be a DM for the rest of forever. <laughs> That's so good. That is definitely so good. That is so good. <laughs> Jenna, you want to you wanna admit to your crimes? Uh, sure. Yeah, I have many. <laughs> Where do we want to start with the crime? Oh, no. <laughs> Alphabetical. The D&D thing. Yeah, the D&D crimes. D&D thing. Sorry. Um, I, I also got into it twice. Uh, I My cousin was the only other person that I knew who was like openly a nerd um, and was accepting of like tiny little like scrawny baby Jenna wanting to do nerdy stuff. So he like introduced me to like Rama one half and a bunch of other anime stuff. And then he was like, hey, so I have this game. Like, do you want to do you want to like play some time? I guess I can run like a campaign for you or whatever. Um, yeah. And so he got me into D and D and then I played a little in high school with some friends, but nothing really stuck because everybody was like, Oh, don't call me a nerd. Oh God. Oh no. Um, thankfully the geeks have inherited the earth. And a few years ago, my oldest kid got into D and D really hard and wanted to DM a game. Um, and we, we let him DM for us and it was amazing. It still is amazing. It is one of the coolest things in the world to watch this this thing that was so little become this grown human person who loves this thing that you love so much. I enjoy it. That's How about awesome. you, Alex? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go very similar vein to Steph. Actually, is that I knew Animorphs, and so I got invited into this Animorphs D and D game. I had played once before. Um, I rolled three nat ones in a row, and my DM looked at me and said, "I can't help you." <laughs> and uh, so then I quit after a while. And then uh, Austin was like, "Would you come back and do this Animorphs thing because you like Animorphs?" I said, "No." And then he's like, "But you like Animorphs?" And I was like, "All right, then I'll do it." Um, so I learned how. <laughs> play D through a podcast as well so that's that's my whole history and now uh here we are doing you all guys just y- y'all started on hard mode <laughs> like <laughs> the first time i'm ever gonna play D is it's going to be performative <laughs> yeah. don't worry six years in and we still have people in our discord who are like actually this rule is uh you're supposed to play it like this and we're like you're right <laughs> i mean yep yeah my group is almost is like entirely professional DMs, and all of us are like, "What's that?" Eh, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out later. And then we get people who are like, "Guys, this is the rule." Guys, guys, this is the rule. No, this is the rule. It's like it's, fine. it's guidelines. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we are a little bit past time. Shall I let you guys go home? <laughs> shall, I, shall I let you leave? <laughs> The second dungeon. We'll you out of the, the dungeon. The second dungeon here. You may all go. You've done real... the quest and it's tell us all of your secrets. We all, we all get our tax returns, open it, and then are immediately flung into a dungeon. <laughs> oh, no. Still oh, better than having to do your taxes. So. <laughs> oh. Thank you so oh, much for having us. Thank you, Thank everyone, you for so your much. donations and for watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank you, we're going to leave those donations open for how long, Alex? The entire month. All of women's The entire month. month. Hell yeah. Uh, Indeed. Someone asked if we're going to post uh, if this video is going to be available. Yes. Um, it will where be. Can, where can people yeah. find it? Uh, it will be right here for a week. Um, and then we are going to pull it, uh, put it on YouTube, send it to whoever wants to post it that was involved in this. So I know it'll be on Animorphs Anonymous. Um, it'll, like, it'll be whoever wants it. Yeah, we'll have yeah. it. Yeah, great. <laughs> we'll get it to you. 
Yep. We will get it multiple places <laughs> and then you have to go in your own quest to find it, but it should be pretty easy. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This has been such a good time and I've missed all of you so very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. Yeah. This is so great. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go because I just literally had friends show up. So I'm going to go <laughs> hang out with people, but you <laughs> oh, enjoy <laughs> having friends. I'm right. being the first one to leave. Bye everybody. Excellent. Thanks so much Bye. for being here. Bye. Bye. Oh, and... I missed the button. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, bye forever. Okay. Bye. <laughs>